Hello, hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of After the Glass Slipper. I am Agatha, your guide in this tale of what happened after the glass slipper, after Cinderella became a princess and eventually became a queen, eventually became the sole leader of a kingdom. Now I am Agatha, her stepmother. I am the teller of this, this tale. Well, it's not a tale, it's a factual, into, you know, my recount, my recounting, factual recounting of events. Uh, and, and you, if you're new here, you could, uh, the episodes are on the thing and the man says, sleep with me podcast.com slash glass slipper. I think glass or slipper will also work as well as it worked for Cinderella and it worked out just fine for myself and Penelope, her, uh, uh, Fairy Godmother Cinderella, as I said, became sole leader of our kingdom. She was a wonderful leader. The fairies' godparents became ill. Cinderella went out of town to find a solution far, far away, kingdom far away, where the only hope lay to solve the problem of the sick fairy godparents. I was left in charge. Things... Things have been going, I'll be honest with you. I've, uh, we, we've been trying to deal with the sick, uh, fairy godparents. We have them all together. A little mix up with communications. They were thrown out of their homes and then, but I boarded them. We've been taking care of them. Another mix up on another episode. I had a plan to get everybody united. But in the last episode, there was letters from Cinderella. One was to me. It said, Agatha, just, just, just do your best. Try, try, try to keep everything in line and hope for the best as far as the cure goes. And then there was a lovely letter to the people, which seemed to get the people on my side, I'll, I'll tell you. And then there was a third letter, which was specifically addressed to Penelope. And uh, uh, well, let's just pick up that, because I, what happened was last episode, I read Cinderella's letter to the people, but I, I had also... Well, let me see. You know, let me let me just bring you to when I told. So the next morning, after I made the announcement, I brought my bone broth. Well, I brought my bone broth to the kitchen. Had that with a uh, drop of egg with my good friend Gonzalo, and then it was fairy caring time where we went. His his uh, fairy godmother lives downstairs in the castle. And Penelope lives not that far off the upstairs kitchen, so I brought her her bone broth and I fed it to her. And she, she was very quiet. Her eyes were, were, were open pupils. I don't know. One of the medical men says, he looks at the pupils. I say, what a, yeah. And he told me, I said, is wide good or bad? Is he said, it depends on that. And I said, oh, well. And then I stopped listening, so I'm not sure which which one it was or in which it meant. I'm not remembering, but I said, "Oh, Penelope, drink your broth. You're so. Let me pat your forehead. Your muscles feel. Uh, you know, I've been massaging you and keeping you rolled for no bed sores. We'll 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 pockmark this body. I need to take care of for you." As I am just a tender of of your good uh, good health. Well, your health is not good, but a uh, tender of your uh, uh, plateaued health is no longer declining. It seems if we keep you hydrated and we 
I think it's no lawyer. We we don't I don't have a way to look in your mind. You've been so quiet as of late, as it seems ever since um I got put in charge, you people aren't saying much. You, but it doesn't seem an act of rebellion. You just seem not well. And since you can't speak, it'd be the time I was going to tell you last night, and then I was the night before. Um I guess I've been trying to put a brave face on things. Is that, uh, you know, the letters from Cinderella came. There was one for me. It said, Agatha, do your best. And then there was, uh, another one to the people. It said, Hey, you know, stay united. And I think the people, well, okay. And then there's this one and I've opened it and looked at the words. Like opening it, I I open it like it's a mouse, like a little puppet, a sack puppet. I say, hello, would you like to read me? Would you like to read me? Can you see inside my mouth and read the letter? And I say, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I can only make out words. And I don't know what the associate says. uh, I think it says bung. Like, And I said, is that something with a barrel master? I don't know. And then... um, so I say, I just, I say, what's inside of you, leather? Is there something wrapped at the bottom of it? It's a package letter, like a big, uh, and I say, what are, and so then I say, uh, I say, oops, I tipped your mouth upside down. What just fell out? And then the package, sock package puppet said, Something fell out of my mouth. Could you check it for me and then make sure it's, and then, you know, just investigate. I said, no problem, letter package puppet. I will check what fell, what, what fell out of my little package puppet's mouth. Uh, Penelope, I'm doing this right on your bed here. Let us say, oh, it's wrapped in a tight little package. It's hard on the inside. Maybe I should check and make sure it's not sharp to uh, hurt you, package puppet. Oh, that'd be great. I'm having trouble talking a little bit, too, because there's some stuffed and stuffed and stuffed in here. Okay, well, let me look at this. I'm opening this thing. Did Cinderella put this inside you, letter puppet? Oh, yeah, she did. She did, actually, as a matter of fact. Okay, okay. Yeah, it looks like this is some sort of a rough-hewn gem. I'm not familiar. Hmm, interesting. I don't know if it's of value, Penelope. Uh, if I wave this under your nose. Hey, you're waving that under that lady's nose. Yes, I am, uh, package puppet. I am, uh, it is, I'm just seeing if she recognizes it. Let me hold it to her cheek. Hey, could you hold that to my cheek? Well, which is it? With a letter, with a, your sock puppets, you would be the side of the hands would be the cheek. So it's the side of the envelope. Yeah, that's my cheeks. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if you were a uh, vertical or horizontal mouth letter puppet. Well, you know what? I'd really appreciate it since this gem's a big mystery. is taking these papers out of my mouth. Okay, I will. Penelope, did you hear that? Did you hear that, ma-, ma- uh, I, I know Penelope. I, I know I'm making all this up, but it, it helps me deal with things. What, what I will do, yes, Mr. Sock Puppet Mouth, I will take these out of your mouth. Penelope, I'm just helping this sock puppet letter puppet. Oh, thank you so much. I've just been stuffed up with this stuff. It's making me smart. Okay, let me pull these things. It seems to be a letter folded up. A few pages. How's that? Wow. Wonderful. I feel wonderful. I'm just like, well, I feel a little empty, but, uh, 
you, I, I, uh, where are you putting me? Oh, I'm going to stuff you back in this bag. It's so you need to arrest. You've been through a major operation. Well, I was wondering what was inside me there. I was, I, what, what was, I know, I thought we were going to talk. I like you. I like you. Oh, I, I like you too, leather, leather puppet man, but you have to go back into big, look at your friends. Like big satchel mouth. Hey, everybody, can you put that uh, letter package back in here? I'm, I'm so lonely, and he's my best friend. Well, I, I don't. We're not friends. He's just saying that he's trying to. I don't want to go inside him. It's a. Hey, buddy, don't. Uh, let's come on. Yeah, you better. I think you should listen to him. He's so he's so parental. The big satchel. It's like you're returning to the womb. Of a satchel that has a man's voice, which would be strange. But that'll be good for you, little letter puppet. Goodbye. Oh, no. Thank you so much. Delicious. Oh, that was odd. Oh, well. Well, Penelope, I guess I should read your letter just to see. Uh, what, 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 uh, uh, you know, uh, what I should, what is this saying here, dearest Penelope? I hope, uh, you are reading this and, and, and find spirits and I hope you're reading it alone. Okay, okay. Actually, let me take, I'm, I'm Penelope, I'm a little nervous. I don't like the, uh, I'm gonna say, oh, say, I, I, hey, I just thought, thought it, what are you doing with, why are you taking that guy out of my mother? Yeah, it would be quiet, Satchel. I, I don't, I'm, we're not speaking. Uh, letter puppet man. Yes, sir, yes, so good to see you again. Thanks for taking me out of there. It's quite stuffy. I just need to read this letter. I wanted a little companionship. Uh, Oh, wait, there's Gonzalo. Uh, never mind, I'm putting you back in there. Gonzalo, can you come over and sit with me? I'm, uh, uh, violating. I'll be honest with you, Gonzalo. I can't look in your eyes and lie. So I'm telling you I'm violating Cinderella's trust. I open this letter to Penelope. Said only open if I Cinderella or Penelope. This strange gem was in there too. Could you take a look at that? Yeah, you you can look at me in such a way I don't feel judged. I know I'm doing wrong, but that's like the reflection of my shame in your eyes. But you still comfort me, even though I know I'm. You're, you're saying you're just not saying anything. You're 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 patting me. Thank you, Gonzalo. Could you maybe hum at a, an inaudible level, uh, or, or pat my back? Thank you. Okay, so Gonzalo, I was, I don't know if you heard me, Gonzalo, I was talking to a letter, uh, earlier. Yeah, he's in the satchel now. Uh, but I won't perform that in front of you. I don't want you to think any less of me. So anyway, Penelope, uh, the letter seemed, but dear Penelope, read alone. Um, uh, this gem is the key to the fairy portal. You might remember it was in my hand. So we may as well hold it, keep it somewhere safe. Otherwise, I will be the one reading this letter and I will take it. I'm, I'm, I, my, my fear in sending this letter is that you are not well or no longer with us. Tears clearly on the paper. Uh, Gonzalo, hold, go pat, pat my back a little better. Yes, but not so much that my, my voice changes like, uh, 
If you ever do that to comfort yourself when you're alone, Gonzalo, well, we, your parents weren't good comforters. Uh, but one time when you're down, Gonzalo, you could just go, uh, and then I'll pat your back. It makes this, this sound. Let me see if I could do it right now to myself. I don't know. Do you hear pat my back? Uh, yeah, it's very comforting sound. Uh, anyway. I, I need some comforting. I'm, I, I, I'm feeling so. Is I fear is that you are not well, and and I'm I, I'm afraid to tell Agatha, but we are on our way back. The king, a large legion of soldiers, for we have found the, what we think would be the cure. To your fairy illnesses that you are away from the source. There are a few fairies here. Say if you're just detached from your source. That must be that well. Wasn't there a well? We must unlock the well. We must unlock to return you to the source. The problem is all the monsters that are trapped inside fairy land. I know we don't have the troops to defeat them, so this lovely man, King Fran, Fran, know it all, Big Shadows. We'll bring us and defeat all the monsters, return you, and you'll be saved. I'm just afraid if, to overwhelm Agatha with this news. I know it is probably very hard for her just to maintain order. And to look, I know she, how lowly she thinks of the people. I think it is, to be honest, a reflection of as lowly she sees herself. Oh, so, so Cinderella is not trained in the arts of the mind. <laughs> this, so, so, to Gonzalo, so I can, I don't know if I could read more. And I say, well, use this if, if if you are all well, maybe you could return and use this to return to Fairyland. But I know that is just a dream of mine, and that we must return. But I will be back. You know, it will be a long, long march with these soldiers. Uh, so keep things well. Take care of Agatha. I'm hoping she's able to manage just taking, you know, keeping things. Hmm. Oh, Gonzalo. Oh, Gonzalo. Is this... I, I, I don't need to read anymore. Open up Satchel Mouth. Oh, what do you have? This, these are letters in this gem. Keep it in there. Oh, good, thank you. Uh, the the uh, letterman will, uh, will like to talk to you. Uh, no, no, no. I'm done talking. Well, Gonzalo. Penelope. Uh, it is clear that, uh, this is the truth. I, Cinderella's right. Why am I so upset? I do not know. I, there's no reason for me to be upset. It's just the facts are the facts that they are. I am not fit for uh, being a queen. I have, if I was fit for being a queen, I would have been a queen long ago. So Cinderella will return with this new man, this new prince. I don't know what it says, the salt, whatever, his soldiers. She will be returning lead, and when she returns, all will be well. So I just have to make sure not to screw it all up before she gets back. And that's where it's been already. And I, I, I've come close already a few times, so... 
is better. Uh, clearly, this I was not meant to find any of this out, and I should have just never opened this letter. For now, it's like this informa- extra information that I really didn't need to know to do what I needed to do, which was just to not, you know, well, if I would have known. Maybe she should have just said a letter. Well, I was doing my best, which wasn't that great. And now that I know that she knows my best isn't so great, but even though I already knew that, why is this, why these, uh, Gonzalo, uh, you're rubbing instead of patting. That is helping, though. You are humming. Could I put my hand on your back to feel the vibration of your humming? Thank you. Oh, um, well, it's strange the timing of this all because the Clifford said that Cliffs had a proposal for me. Oh, and I, I can hear the bell calling me, so that must be them to meet with me. So I will just go and meet with them, and I have an idea. They, they said they, they have a plan to help me. We, you know, not that this, they said, well, what about those pyramids not working? But we have another idea, and you owe us one from the granite, as he said. So let's go meet with them, Gonzalo, and I will just do my best to not do my worst, okay? That's the truth. Penelope, I'm sorry. I violated your trust in Cinderella's. I'm sure a thousand apologies are owed. And I don't know why this is so upsetting to me. It just shouldn't be. Um, I guess the truth is just a painful thing. But that's okay. I'm doing my best. Well, that's all I can do. So let's, so, let's go, Gonzalo. Penelope, be well. Satchel, let a man. You keep an eye on Penelope silently. Please, she's sleeping. And, and with that, uh, I, I'm sorry, I had to step away after, uh, after Gonzalo and I stepped out of, uh, the office with Penelope, uh, after Gonzalo and I stepped out of Penelope's room, I needed a, a little while to unwind. I had to take a walk. The cliffs were waiting there. We had a meeting, but I needed to, well, Gonzalo said, have some bone broth. I will put a cookie in it, and uh, he said he tried to make me laugh. It did not work. And I walked uh, along some of the castle ramparts, and I looked around the countryside and the the city, and the, the breeze fluttered coolly, and I thought, well... And then I looked down at the, uh, the, the barracks for the uh, soldiers where... All of the fairy godparents are staying, and I saw a wisp of smoke coming out of a chimney, and I knew, I said, well, they must be warm. And I saw a couple of the, our trainees stirring a giant chain, you know, a cauldron of bone broth. And I, I said, well, this is what is important, to keep the fairies in there safe, and my my plan of to do is I said, well, let me go meet with the cliffs. And then I, I, I'm telling you this post-haste because we met with the cliffs. And they were still upset. They said, well, why why don't you still build this pyramid? You, you, you had proposed all this granite. He had a line of this granite. And then he could not pay as the ogres or orgs. I cannot I get those two creatures mixed up. And he, uh, they, they said, oh, I said, what about our income? What about the future? And I said, listen, guys, uh, 
Have I got a proposal for you. How much you guys are all leaders of the community, Mr. Granite Man, you, you say, what if you guys, you guys are more managers, right? You, you guys don't get your, hey, this is a non-judgmental way. You're, I see your soft hands, your pasty skins. You, you smell, you are men, but you smell of lotion. And lotion is, this is a time when I, even I do not, uh, rarely, you know, do you know what goes into lotion, gentlemen? Only you probably say, "Well, bring me the lotion." Uh, anyway, I don't I mean to be going off track, but I, I was thinking, if you could manage, I'm sure I could find some money in the uh, Cinderella. Has left me with some access to the the, the kingdom's funds. If you could find a way to manage the care of the fairy godparents. Now, I'm very stringent, I told them. I have very strict standards. So there'll be no negotiation and there'll be inspections by both Gonzalo and myself at random times. I probably would execute you if you violated, but we could, I could handsomely pay you to both take care of of all the fairy governments, take over care of the management, because you are much better managers than I. You are actual leaders in the community, or you know, you, you have businesses and successes. So I will pay you to take over. The, 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 and we had a little negotiation back and forth. They said, "Well, we would do it for this much." I said, <laughs> "I said I'm not a good manager. I said I'm not a fool." And I said, I, you know, if it wasn't all your friends here, I'd strike you, sir. And he said, my apologies. Now, there's one guy, the big boss guy, Dan. He said, calm it down, guys. Let's work with her. And I debated over telling them whether Cinderella was coming. I decided again. They said, he said, well, how long will this go on? I said, well, we're paying you ongoing. I cannot guarantee you, but I can tell you any loss of life will, you know, be a contract will be up for renewal. I need all these very fair. They said, well, we got to get that. I said, I have the bone broth situation covered. We have suppliers. Gonzalo has everything scheduled. I just need the management and implement. And they said, well, why don't you keep me? I said, well, it was all a ruse, you know, with this training. And you can keep that up. You could call it your school of wellness. And I said, as far as the... uh as far as the uh, pyramid stuff goes, you could still, I don't see how we could get it done. I don't know. You could say, what, what, what if you start some sort of, let's just get, like, can we just take, I've had a terrible, terrible time, gentlemen. And so I said, we went back and they said, okay, so we made a deal and they were, they decided to take over. The, uh, manage, you know, take care of the fairy godparents. Now I'm slightly worried, but when I told them surprise inspections, they said, okay. And they said, well, we'll go back and we, we will start hiring a media. I said, yes, this immediate takeover. We, and they said, well, you give us two days. So they went back and Clifford and I and the last of our trainees, we were calling them. But people are starting to get wise to the fact that, uh, we're not building the pyramid. That that plan was. Uh, I got a little carried away. And you may say, I guess you're not yourself in your tale telling. It would be right up until this point. I've been my, 
I'm just, I've built my, the sail is gone from my wind, wing, winds, the winds, winds are gone from my sails. But I, I now know. I said, well, this is a good move, Agatha. They will be in charge of it. You will be monitoring it as, maybe this is what Cinderella, maybe you can't be as kind. And maybe I'm just not Cinderella is the thing. I could pay these guys to do it. Keep an eye on them. More go in and, and say, what is this gobweb here? This, I, I, I snuck in all these uh, different penalties or withholding payments. And they said, what is it? And I said, oh, uh, and they said, okay, okay. It was a very generous deal though, too. They send them in, you know, and they don't know when Cinderella's coming back. Actually, I don't even have a clear idea of when she'll be back. M- months, weeks. Definitely not days, definitely not days, but not terribly long, I hope, because then I will just return to my daughter's inn that she owns with her husband, and I will go there, and I, 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 I guess I'm down. Gonzalo's tried humming and singing to me. Oh, one second, Gonzalo's come. What, what is it, Gonzalo? Oh, what, what seems to be the matter? Outside... The people are in a panic about a o- o- or- org, org, org attack. Oh dear, the rumors are spreading. Is it a rumor? We went in, he said there's a rumor of an org attack. The people are running in the streets and people are going out. And I said, okay, let's go out and deal with this. Someone leaked the news. There's nothing to worry about. And we went down and people were demanding to be let into the castle. And I told him, well, this is just a rumor. And the soldier said, no. And he says, let's go out the secret door. And we went out a secret door. And people were running about. And I said, I said, oh, dear. And then I saw Clifford come running. And he said, I got that, I got that. And I said, Clifford, where have you been? I had negotiations with your people. I've gotten terrible news. I have not seen you. And he said, well, I worked a double shift in the, uh, I said, oh, that's right. I forgot you were triple shift. You were supposed to work. Gonzalo had you on triple shift. It was a kind of a punishment for your friends. I'm sorry. He said, well, I, I, I did. I am in the middle of my third shift's about to, and I said, oh, yes, it's about to. And I said, well, what is it? He said, well, there's a, rumors of a, or ogre attack. And I said, ogre or ogre or, or, and he said, I think it's the same thing. It's just a, a regional pronunciation. And I said, well, that's confusing. Anyway, Clifford, what is it? Is, is it true? Your friend said maybe they hired some, some of them to deal with, a, is it, are they coming from the granites? What, are, what could possibly be happening? He said, I don't know if it's true, but everyone's, uh, people are saying, let's leave town. The Cliffords are coming. They they want to stay in the bunkhouse within the castle, so they are bringing all their things. And I said, well, no, 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 what, what do you mean? And right behind Clifford came some of his men, and I said, Clifford, did you leave? He said, well, they told me to let them in through the secret door and to make room for them in the bunkhouse. I said, there is no, there, the bunkhouse is for fairy godparents. And the Clifford men came, and I said, I forget the names, except for Dan, but he wasn't there yet, I'm sure he, but the granite man was there, and about, and I said, what, what do you men want? And they said, well, entrance to the castle to uh, complete our contract with you. 
And I said, your contract was for the care, care and care, care and care and caring of all the fairy godparents. There's no room or board included in your payment. And they said, well, we're providing 24-hour-a-day care with intense management oversight. And I said, well, will you be working the whole, and they said, we need to go, we need to get, you know, ready to fulfill our contract within the castle. And I said, could you show me where that is in the contract? And they, they, cause they had all these servants holding, and I said, what is with all these, where are you planning on putting all this stuff? And they said, in the bunkhouse. And I took a breath and I looked these men at very fineries and, and, but they seemed to be mostly carrying very expensive things, I think. And I looked, I said, are, are all you single males? I do not see any children or wives. I am confused. And Clifford said, that's a sore subject, man. I said, oh, undateable too with all, the lot of you. And I said, there's going to be, what are you doing? And they said, we cannot leave our stuff outside. I said, you will leave it. I've returned to your homes. And they said, we will not. There's ogres about. And I said, that's a rumor. And they said, no, it's not. They're really coming. And I said, what do you mean coming? And I said, they'll be at the gate soon. This is what the grand man said. He said, his contractor, subcontractor. Hey, they were on their way. And I said, why are they coming here? And he said, well, they learned. And I said, I don't buy you. I don't buy what you're saying, sir. And he said, let us in the castle to manage, to take care of the fairy godparents. We just need us some space. And I said, the, the bunkhouse is full for the fairy godparents to take care of them. You have fine homes in our community. Your hunting lodge. You will find some place outside the castle to lay your heads. And if you are not here in the morning to uh, work as part of your contract, you will be in violation of the said contract. And you've messed with the wrong woman. Oh, and they said, we didn't mean to mess with you. We didn't think the ogres were coming with all intentions and purposes. And we're just making, you know, adjustments to, on the fly to take the best care of your friend. And I said, uh, good day, sirs. And they, 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 they seemed resistant. They didn't, I don't think they're used to being bossed around and put in the place and, you know, someone that says, well, this is the actual contract. And I, a lot of it was a hot air on my part, but I said, uh, what, what, why are you standing in my secret doorway? I need to figure out this ogre situation. And they said, you're messing with the wrong people, Agatha. And I said, your grace. And, and then it echoed, but all the men, especially the granite men, he was like a piece of granite. He's like, we're not going anywhere. And I go, go, Gonzalo, go get some guards. And Gonzalo went off. And I said, okay, boys, it's, it's a, you're in the big leagues now. You see, I have steel at my side. And they said, we'll find some steel. You know, do not really. Uh, and I said, are you that afraid of ogres or the people? When I tell the people, oh, the ogres are here because the uh, subcontractor mix up with the uh, uh, hiring process. I said, well, you, you, I will see you tomorrow for work. But otherwise, I uh, could get, get out. And the soldiers came and then they quit, you know, they were off. They said, well, okay. Well, and they stared back at me. Vengeance was in their eyes. And I said, your soldiers, get, get men, get his group of men to protect me. We need to get to the, the city gates and figure out this thing. 
You know, first we'll go to the town square, call the people, ring the bells. I am ready. And with that, we went to the town square and people were running around with the bells and the people were running about. But with the bells, the people gathered quickly, especially at the sight of the soldiers. And I said, attention, everyone, attention. It is I, your, your, your queen regent, your temporary queen. Agatha, what what seems to be there? And they said, my queen was a, a herd of orgs coming. Ogres, they say, the worst kind of ogres. Uh, you know, stone mason ogres and stone mover ogres. And I said, excuse, excuse me, are these the uh, awful beasts from Tales? The, the, the ogres that would move stones? And they said, they're right there, they're coming, and they're going to take, you know, they're, they're going to lay siege to the cat, uh, lay siege to the town and pillage us. And and I said, oh, wow. And I said, who has seen an ogre? I have the soldiers headed to the city gates now. Uh, who has seen an ogre? Anyone? And a couple of people, I said, where? And they said, well, I had a dream once. with a, And I said, was it an org or an ogre? And they said, I'm not sure. And I said, because we, I suspect we're dealing with ogres, not orgs. So those of you, who knows the difference between an ogre and an org? And then one man stepped up, older man. And I was like, this guy looks like he actually knows the difference. And I was like, oh boy, I didn't, wasn't. And he said, there is a big difference, my, my, my queen, my, 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 I said, my queen's fine, my grace, your grace, whatever. And he said, there is a difference. They're both beasts. He said, they're both, uh, you know, humanoid, you know, monster class, we call them. And I said, what are, what are you, sir? He said, I'm an adventurer uh, from, you know, uh, they call me NBC. And I said, NBC. And I said, that is a wonderful name, NBC. He said, NBC. And I said, okay. And I said, tell me more. And he said, he said, well... The org is a wild beast, he said. It's a, hey, Rome, he said, there's many, he goes, I do not have my monster manual on me, but he said, I, from my memory, they're wild creatures, uh, unorganized. Now, the ogre, they are an unheard of, uh, outside of our kingdom. And many say they get those two things confused, but there's a large difference. These are a working creature, more domesticated. They're mixed with the, uh, Orgs and something else. He was many of the uh, other kingdoms use them for labor, and they are a fair, but but dangerous bunch. He he said, and he said, I have spent your. I see young Gonzalo up there just side. He knows a bit about monsters. He used to sit. At, I for a while would sit up and with him watch his sheep with him. I said, Gonzalo, you know more about a. Uh, Orgs and ogres, and then you're letting on. He said, oh, I do. And I said, I said, when the time was right, I would have told you, my grace. And I said, you could call me Agatha, you sweet little shepherd boy. And I said, thank you, NBC. Thank you for your uh, influence. You know, you just came. You're not really a part of our group, which you offered some information we needed well, I guess Gonzalo had it, but you made it dramatic. Did you hear that, everyone? Or, or if it's a or, or well, I already got mixed up, but uh, Gonzalo, correct me if I'm wrong. If it's an org, 
or we'll just keep the gates locked and pick them off. And if it's ogres, oh, ogres, uh, oh, wait, the soldiers are here. One second, everyone. And don't worry, I am your queen. Everyone stay calm. We have a, a small contingent of soldiers here. And he says, he comes to me and he says, there's a, a large group of uh, creatures out there. And I said, do you know the difference between orcs and ogres? He said, no. I said, take Gonzalo with you. I said, what do they want? He said, they're pounding on the gates, throwing rocks, uh, muttering, a lot of muttering. Okay, guttural, guttural muttering. Oh, yes, my my grace. I said, okay. And then Clifford came, and he looked nervous. He was pacing. I said, my people, I am investigating all of this. I'm going to go to the city gates myself. I assure you, we are safe. I am in control and then someone said, she's in control. And I yell, I will not raise my voice with you. But I yell, I said, I command the city soldiers. I command the people. I am, uh, you know, under the watch of Cinderella to keep you safe. I will keep you safe. You must keep calm. And I yelled and yelled to them to keep calm. I know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it, uh, that is just the way I sometimes deal with these crises is I get temp- temperamental. But I, I took a breath and then so I said, one second, people, let me talk to another one of my advisors. And I said, what is it, Clifford? Do you have, uh, did you move in with the uh, fairies too and, and, and throw one out? And he said, oh no, I'm so sorry. I, I'm embarrassed by the, uh, them trying to take advantage. They were just worried about the uh, uh, invasion of the creatures. And he said, I'm sorry, I did not think this would upset you. I, when the way they explained it, they said, sure, it'll be fine. We're going to be watching them anyway. We could stay with them. It's inside the castle. We'll all be safe. Don't you think that's a great idea, Clifford? Yeah, and I, they said, well, how can we get in the castle? Can't you just let us in an easy way? And I said, and he, goes, he said, Agatha, I know, I think I knew I was doing something that would bother you. And I, sh- I know I should have told you. I'm terribly sorry. And he, he, he almost wept. And I said, listen, Clifford, your friends are taking advantage of you. And by any definition of the word friendship they are not your friends you pay them for the time and every chance they get they seem to want more and more from you they want to use your influence with me to enrich themselves and now to protect themselves and keep themselves safe you you you, you don't have the best uh, choice in friendship and he said i know agatha but they are not you do not understand he said, they are, they, they are my friends. I, I, they, you just don't know. And I said, okay, Clifford. And he said, well, what are we going to do? I said, don't worry. I got it covered. If there's ogres out there or orgs, we will deal with it. We have soldiers. We have the castle. And I have a little trump card. Don't worry. And he said, well, what is your trump card? And I said, a letter. And he said, a letter from who? And I said, a letter, Cliff, that says a huge army is coming here. So if the ogres want to come in, uh, sit outside our gates and bother us, that's one thing. If they want to try to come in and, and, and do anything, then 
I'm sure this army led by one Cinderella, you can tell no one of this, Clifford, will, uh, you know, he said, Cinderella's coming with an army. I said, yes, it's complicated. Many formed multi-pronged plan to save the fairy godparents and, uh, if the ogres have to be exterminated or the orgs as a result of that plan. And then the soldiers came out and Gonzalo said, you better come to the city gates. There's a group of them outside. And so I went to the city gates with the Gonzalo and we got to the ramparts and I looked out and there was a group of, uh, unfortunately it was more than I'd pictured in my mind. I thought these were more forest-dwelling I, I don't know if the difference, kobolds, co- I remember kobolds. My, uh, my crazed uncle used to hunt them. He was a, he was a, uh, he was a dungeoneer. He wasn't very good at it. He, he went blind in a second trip down to the dungeon, but I think a venomous stink bug or something, but, so I switched in those are like, uh, you know, dogs, skinny, unfed dogs. So I said, oh, these are probably bigger than that. And they're probably like eight and nine of them. No problem. We'll just, you know, throw rocks, like I said. But I got out there. It was about 50. And they were more. And I said, oh, I should have thought of that if they work with stone. They're very, they, they look uh, uh, the lean and mean, I would say, for sure. And they were... uh very tough. They were good rock throwers. Now the city gates are very high. So the, the accuracy, you know, from a lower, you know, the whole physics thing, I don't need to tell you. But I said, oh boy. And I looked at those gates. I said, what are we going to do? I guess, uh, I'm, I don't know. This is not, uh, I said, this, uh, what I was saying to Clifford about the Cinderella bluff would not quite work if she's not going to be here. And lo, what was I to do? And I don't know. So, well, Penelope, I said, I, I don't know. I think this is as good a place to any to stop telling you for right now the tale. Because our gates are sealed. It wasn't like they were going to go through immediately while you're sleeping. So it's fine to close your eyes and rest. And take a little break from our tale. Okay? Good night. Hello, hello, this is Agatha. Welcome to another edition of After the Glass Slipper, the tale of Cinderella. Well, the tale of myself, Agatha, Cinderella's stepmother. And Penelope and Cinderella. Penelope is the fairy godmother. After Cinderella became queen, after, you know, she had the glass slipper, then she became princess, then she became queen. She was a wonderful queen, and then things, a lot of things have happened. Now, if you need to catch up, they tell me to say, oh, the episodes are at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. But as I said, Cinderella was queen. She was a wonderful queen. She ruled over our kingdom, and then suddenly, well, slowly, progressively, the fairy godparents of our kingdom, who we had brought into our kingdom after a whole season of adventures, we brought them in because we kind of destroyed what we had. Their fairy kingdom was invaded by monsters, which we sealed up and took them out. 
And they came to live with us, with our families and our people. And that was going pretty well. And then they fell terribly ill. We could not find a a, a cure for their illness. So Cinderella and all of her bravery and leadership went off to a kingdom far away, full of knowledge, to try to figure out the solution to the illness. And but she left me in charge. Now I'm a leadership. I've I've never run a kingdom. Let's be straight. And it's been a couple of weeks that I've been well, a lot more longer than that. A couple of weeks I've been telling you how it's been going. A lot of work. Not been going terrific, but we only lost one fairy godparent, and uh, the kingdom's had its ups and its downs. And when we last left off last week, or last week, you know, I. Uh, We'd had a, we'd had a, I had gotten these letters that Cinderella was coming back. Well, that was the letter was not to me. It was to Penelope. I opened it and read it. It said, well, Agatha, you don't want to overwhelm her, but I'm returning with too many soldiers from this kingdom. In the king, I think maybe did not say they were in love. So I'm, I, I'm wondering about that. But they said they're bringing soldiers and they're going to open the portal to Fairyland and defeat the monsters and then find some source within the fairy kingdom that once the fairies are reconnected with that, I don't know if it's physically or line of sight, it could be a smell, smell source. Why is always a source, a well of light, you know? But they will be reunited with the source and that should restore the health, according to the letter that Cinderella sent to Penelope, which I opened and read. It also had some sort of magic rock in that. I don't know. I have, have other things on my mind, people. Then that, because there, when we last left off, there was a horde of ogres outside the gates, about 40 or so, throwing rocks and grumbling in guttural tones. And at first I couldn't understand them. But of course, before we get to that, I have to, you know, let Pen- I, I like to catch Penelope up on the events, even though she's sleeping. So we'll do that. And then I will tell you everything that unfolded since then. So, good morning, Penelope. It is I, Agatha, your friend. Your good friend here with some bone broth. Fresh bone broth. This is fish bone broth. So fresh. Fresh from the fish, fish, fishmonger. And we've boiled it for you. I'm here to spoon it in your mouth and tell you uh, what's happening. Just some things are happening uh, outside our gates. Uh, oh, what's that? Oh, it's the, our friend Mr. Letter. Hello, hello again. Oh, it's uh, oh, Penelope. I know you love this. It's a letter puppet. Remember last week he talked to us. He's like a sock puppet, but he's a little letter and he talks. Hello, hello, everyone. Your voice sounds different, letter. Well, I, 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 my word, I've never been accused of such a thing. I'm just a letter. I've been in a satchel and I, uh, inconceivable. Oh, oh. So, how have you been? How has your time been in the satchel? Well, it's just, I, I, I know nothing that's going on, so I'm just wondering what has been happening. Well, I could tell you what's happening. And if I whispered it to you, 
Would you tell it to... Oh, wait, I might... I, so... Oh, wait, I did hear some stuff outside the gates. Uh, wait, wait, could, could you do me... Could I have some of that bone broth? Uh, you cannot have bone broth. You're just a letter. It will uh, moisten you and you'll fall apart. I need to protect you, too. Oh, I thank you. I did, I did not know. Uh, it smells delicious uh, how you're spooning it in that woman's mouth. And somehow she's in a state where she could still slurp it. It's amazing to me that that is possible. Well, it is, but she's just a little sleeping angel. Look at her little face sleeping. She would have no idea that outside our gates are 40 plus creatures uh, that look pretty, they have wiry, wiry muscles, I'd say. And they, 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 they have strange hair and noses and faces, not attractive people that I must go deal with very so but you must go deal with them. Would you like me to come along? Oh well that's nice of you, but I need you you're technically not my letter. My word, you you opened me up and I'm not even your letter. Yes, uh it, it was an accident. Oh wait, wait but I remember you uh opening taking me you took something out of me. Yeah, remember you asked me, you said that this gem is bothering my stomach or something. Oh, did I now? I'm supposed to just be private. Uh, oh, dear. I messed things up, didn't I? Yes, I think you should apologize to Penelope. Did I already make you do that? I don't remember, but my goodness. Penelope, I am sorry for having this woman open me up and uh, interrupting your private information. Well, she cannot read anyway. She's, you know, she slurps and then she can hear stories she yelled at me a couple of weeks ago, but since then her, her, her energy has just been this catatonic. But the loveliest catatonic, such a, just look at her face. I will leave you here to watch her, for I must go, Penelope, enjoy your broth. I'm going to go to the gates. They camped outside last night. The, uh, the oh my word, was, did you say it was orcs or ogres? I, I believe it's ogres. Never heard of an ogre before. Is that if you talk to any uh, NPCs about that? I, I think you're an NPC to me. You, you just go back in the satchel. Oh, right, please don't do that. Okay, Penelope, let me finish up with your broth. And I, and I will finish you and I will be back soon to check on you, my sweet. Let me kiss your forehead. And I will kiss you. Can I kiss your cheek and do this? Oh, Penelope, I love it. I call that fluffing the cheek. I've never, you know, in all my years, I don't think I've ever fluffed uh, a cheek out of uh, non-erotically, uh, Penelope, you know. But this is nice, fluffing your cheek with my lips and saying, mwah, mwah, mwah. okay, I'm just trying to not deal with things. So let's be honest, okay, I'm off. I'm off to the gates. And so off to the gates I went, and the soldiers were there, and Gonzalo was actually there giving them some, well, he didn't have bone broth. He had a uh, coffee, and I think a, a hard thing from the baker, scone, and the, the soldiers were just watching the augurs, and they were camped, and I said, what, what happened over the night? I said, report, ma'am, they've thrown some rocks as far, far as we could tell that they want to cease. And I said, do you know if they speak the common tongue or only a ruffian tongue? 
And he said to me, I, I do not know. And I said, well, uh, open the gates. Open, you know, let me into the, because we have the setup where they can't just charge in. I've told you this. We just open one castle gate. Everyone walks in. Oh, no, you open one gate and you go down a hall. You turn. You open a second gate and then a third. You know, these are, but these are the city gates. They're not as, they're not castle gates. So they're not impregnable, impregnable. But anyway, so I said, open the gate and then we'll open the other gate. And they said, for what? I said, I'm going out there to deal with this. Uh, you know, if anything should happen, Gonzalo, Gonzalo will be in charge of things. And he said, he shook his head. He said, and they said, really? And I said, with, with all these soldiers as my witness, you'll follow the command of, uh, Gonzalo until my return or the return of Cinderella. Uh, and I said, you know, take some sort of oath. And they said, on our honor. And I said, good. And I said, you are excellent soldiers of all the trouble in the kingdom. We do not have enough of you, but we do have wonderful soldiers. And they said, we serve in the honor of the great Roland. And I said, I said, oh. He was a wonderful man. I was a good friend of his, and uh, you you do his honor well. Well, technically, you guys are well. Anyway, I don't want to ever speak badly of the dead. So, anyway, open the gates. I will go out. And so they opened the gates, and the ogres they looked around, and they were surprised. They said, "What the heck?" Because they were. I don't even. They had got to breakfast yet, or they were having some sort of dirt porridge. It looked like from a distance. But as the gates opened up, they started to mill about, and I said, oh, hello, 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 and I walked down the hill towards them, and they jumped up, and a couple of grabbed their spears. They were wearing some sort of uh, uh, breeches shorts. I would call them shorts, a score, what are those called? Culottes, I think you people call them. Animal skin culottes, not pants, not shorts, too long, very tight fitting. And they, you know, helmets, but shirtless, very wooded creature. I said, I said, hello, hello. And they said, and they were making noises like that and muttering about it. I said, well, who's in charge here? Who's your interpreter? I'm here. Uh, I, I'm, I, I am the uh, representative of this kingdom, Queen Regent, believe it or not. You, you're hearing right from the top. I said, well, who, who, who speaks for you? And, blah, blah, blah. and then, and they seemed like unsure whether to threaten me. And I told all the soldiers to stand at the ready. And, and Gonzalo had even some of them with their arrows, you know, not drawn, but milling about, you know, acting like they were judging the wind and, to be honest, I don't know what the distance is of an arrow. I know there's that one boy that can shoot them incredibly far. And I wish it was the girl who knew. Well, anyway, I, here nor there. And they said, rah, rah, rah. And then finally I said, speak, uh, common tongue, common tongue. And they kind of said, rah, wait, you need me to wait. And then they pointed down the road. And then they offered me some of the, the, uh, whatever it was called, uh, 
I look like brown porridge. I said, I said, oh, no, thank you. I said, I have a scone here. And I handed it to the man that was closest to me, sniffed it and bit it. And he said, and I said, hmm. I said, okay, one, two, three, four, seven, about 48 of them. And I went back. I said, one second, I'll be back. And they said, you know, chattering, guttural chattering. It comes from the guttural zone, I think. Oh, that's kind of where my, my voice, that's where I speak from. Well, anyway, I, I, I'm a powerful person. I speak powerfully, powerfully like a stone wielding creature would. So I go back up to the castle gates. I say, Gonzalo, we need about uh, 48 more scones down here. Can you, can you get on that? And you go, chop, chop. And you go, okay. Yeah, so I got it. And then I said, could you send Clifford out here? Is he around? I said, see if you can track Clifford down and send him out. And then I went back down and, and I said, have him bring the scones as a matter of fact. And Gonzalo said, no, no problem, Agatha. He said, no problem. I said, so I went back down. I said, hey, I said, you like that? He said, well, I said, yeah, it's got sugar and butter in it, right? Rudder, rudder. And I said, it was, uh, you, you guy is, uh, going to attack the castle. What's going on? He said, attack is attack. And I said, okay, well, we got some scones here. Let's see. And then finally it took a while. It was a bit awkward. I will preserve you from it. Me saying, well, oh. and then the sun got hot. The sun started to come. I said, well, and they seem to be of a shade of skin. Uh, I can't describe it. Uh, at first I thought it was an unhealthy grayish green color. But then as I watched the sun, the, the, the skin, it seemed to be, I was like, is that chlorophyll? And I was, I'll be honest, I was feeling my nail in standing behind one of them and their skin is like a strange strange material i said i'd like to cut one of them open is that disturbing to you and see is that blood green are they pot plants uh, just a theory i'm no botanist but i said because i watched the sun on them i, I said this seems to be turning like a, a sun i wondered if i watered them what would happen but they ate, the scones came and they ate, and I said, Clifford, and then finally this other one of them comes running down the road, and he's, blah, blah, and they say, and he sounds like this guy's late. And I was like, is this your interpreter? They, and they pushed him up, and he said, and he got up to me, and he said, he was having trouble. I said, sit down, we've, we've wasted enough time already. I was like, I'd offer you a scone, but you've been running. It's the worst thing. I don't know if you people drink water. And then they brought him some water and he drank some wine and there was yelling. He's a very, these were very creature, creature, almost comical to watch them at a distance, I'm sure. Bunglers, I'd call them a bit of bunglers. And they were, they do a lot of itching. And as I said, they, one thing I noticed though, they do not smell like they look. They smell, that's what again my theory about them being, maybe he's, can them, I remember them explaining to me when I was a child, animal, mineral, vegetable. Could these be part animal, mostly animal, part vegetable? 
I mean, the brain's a bit of vegetables in there, but you know what I mean? Is that possible? I believe it is. That's my theory is that they're 10% vegetable. And that's why, because does a tree smell bad? Have you ever smelled a bad living uh, tree or plant that smells bad? Unless it's like a strategic plant stink. No. So... I don't know, just a theory. I don't know. So, and, uh, and then after he got some rest, he said, uh, he, he said, I said, well, how, how are you? You are the interpreter. Are you here to speak for these men? He said, yes, I am. And I said, well, what, what are you here to invade? I, I'm the queen here. You know, you could just keep me hostage. That's fine. What do you, what are your demands? And then he explained, he said, the queen, the and he said, you're the queen. I said, well, I'm the, the temporary queen, the, our, our regular queen's out of town. He said, and I said, she'll pay. I said, why are you here? What do you want? He said, and it, was, it took a while. He's basically, you know, these men were hired to move granite to your kingdom and start, you know, basic construction of the ground floor of a pyramid and they haven't been paid. And as ogre code goes, you know, if you do work and you, and he said, I said, well, what work have they already done? He said, well, they cleared out about seven, you know, and I said, I will have to take your word for it. He said, 40, a lot of work from what he described. And I said, okay, well, I said, uh, so you're owed money for the work done. So what, you're just here for your money? He said, oh, no, 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 now we must take, uh, you know, work paid. I don't know. Some sort of code they have. If you pay them on time and everything's fine. But they, I guess this one, the sub, I, I said, well, it's probably my fault. And now I'm in my head. I'm like, this is not my fault. And when I get a hold of the man whose fault it is, he will pay dearly. But in my head, I said, well, this is probably my fault. You see the pyramid thing. And it's kind of hard talking through an interpreter, to be honest, because then the whole time I'm talking, then he's going, boy, she's going to eat a boy, I mean, and I'm buying, you know, so I'm trying, it's kind of like I was talking into some sort of a tube. Remember, they had a traveling minstrel, he called it a dijandran, didgeridoo. He would talk into it. It would sound like these ogres talk. That's what it sounded like. The, the musical instrument is from an isle, uh, the Isle of Oz, I believe. Far, far off coast. A wonderful place, I, I hear. A wonderful, wonderful land. But so, uh, we went back and I was getting so hard with a lot of talking. But I said, okay, well, so you have to, he said, we need tenfold and some sort of vengeance, some vengeance thing. And I said, well, I said, well, I said, well, you guys are right on. I, that's why I was coming out here because we're in need of workers. It's the strangest thing because we had a pyramid canceled. And I was trying to think, wow, my, I said, we have the extra money. We had some ogres that did not show up. And they said, what? I say, yeah, we had this guy, some guy, this rich guy who had a contractor and a subcontractor. And this was my fault, I think. We, we, we said, bring the granite here. But I trusted the wrong man. And I said, we're, we're going to start a pyramid. And I realized, well, we, we, you guys are right on time. Because, and he said, this is the same place we were supposed to. And I said, oh. Well, yeah, there's some sort of, I don't know who's responsible for the mix-up. I will take the blame. 
But but I will take the bullet. And I said, this just seems, and I said, so you can still deliver the granite. You can stop building the pyramid. We'll start paying you, and we will pay you the back money owed and any penalties due. Is there any, you know, is there, do you have to do any, do you have to do any invading or anything? I said, oh, no, no. Well, well, and I said, but, you know, I said, uh, I said, will there be scones? I said, uh, that could be arranged. Do you want to be paid in scones? And then they all laughed. They actually all got that joke, I think, was just a little, well, you're being rolled. And that's rones, I think they use for scones. And then they said something. I said, you could be paid in butter. I said, that is a, um, commodity. So we can't just give, we can't just give, we could give you some scones, but we can't just pay you. We could pay you. And then, there was a whole nother layer of negotiating, and I said, okay, half butter, half gold. And I said, fair rates for all, you can trust me. And then meanwhile, people had started watching me negotiating with these ogres. And I said, okay, we'll keep your camp. Uh, you know, I'll be back. And I said, well, I got walked back to the gate. I said, well, Gonzalo, I think we'll still be building the pyramid. Spread the word. The ogres are going to come and, and work on the pyramid. And I said, is a soldier said, really? really? So I said, yeah, it's just a mix up. These are ogres, not orgs. I was like, does that sound right? Gonzalo, from your understanding of these creatures? And he said, was it? He said, do they say raw? And I said, tell me you speak ogre. And he said, well, possibly. He said, the NBC, I think he, he did speak a bit of it. And I said, well, that's interesting. But, uh, he, uh, he said, I wasn't confident enough to just go down there. And plus, you left me in charge. They said, oh, that's right. And I said, well, great job, Gonzalo. And I said, uh, you know, spread. And I said, let's call the people. We'll have a quick, uh, a quick word. I said, hello, everyone. You know, I got on the stage. I said, uh, Good news, uh, the uh, ogres are not uh, here to invade us. They were here to build our pyramid, which was uh, shrouded in confusion by because uh, I thought it was going, they were still going to move the rocks in for the pyramid just outside the, uh, you know, windward side of the castle. And uh, we'll start on the pyramid construction so the ogres won't be, and they said, oh, where are they going to stay? I said, probably the town square. We can't have them. I, I, I guess I think I didn't negotiate that they'll stay in the town square and because uh, they said it's against their customs to sleep on the job site. But it'll be fine, everyone. We will have the ogres here and we will work with them and we will, uh, they will build, help us build the pyramid. So the pyramid's back on. Ogre invasion is, uh, has been stopped. So that's good news to all. So everyone go back about your day. Those of you who still want to be involved in the pyramid, you will be working with ogres. But I, I think I will figure out a new tier of leadership. I, I kind of soured on the whole, uh, mentor team leadership thing, to be honest with you all. But I will, good job. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I have to reconsider how to get you. But just remember, Cinderella may return at any moment to check and see that you are working with me, helping take care of the fairy people. So everyone go back to your lives. I will need money. You know, I will make another decree soon, I guess. Thank you. And I said, that didn't go great, huh? And I said, where's Clifford? And, and I, I, I said, I haven't seen him since the uh, ogre camp. 
And Gonzalo said, hey, he slunk back with the uh, scone bags, and then he went off. He said, oh, okay, well, oh, Gonzalo, let's go check on our fairy godparents. Let's see what, what we just, how's our staffing level? He said, well, it's not bad. He goes, the people we have now are very committed to keeping the fairies well. He goes, we will need some supplemental workers, but I don't think it's going to be a huge problem to get the workforce we do need. And I said, well, excellent. Let's get another pot of bone broth brewing. And, and we started doing that. And then they, I, I told the guards, you know, uh, here's what you, you know, I told, I called, then I called the guards in and I said, uh, you know, let the ogres in and you know, keep an eye on them, but also keep an eye on the people. We don't want any trouble or resentment. And I said, it'll be fine. I said, you know, they're going to work on the pyramid and the ogres started moving their camp into the town square. And I went over and I said, you know, the interpreter, and this time I brought a Gonzalo. I said, come on, you, you have to help me. You can learn some ogre. And he said, you know, I said, this is the, you know, the, the shopping districts. You have to stay out here. I said, good thing you guys don't smell. I said, this is our customs for uh, excretion. So you need to follow our customs for health reasons, even and cultural reasons. And he said, anyways, they're sensitive to those things. And he's, he, 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 and I said, okay, well, you guys get settled and then we'll, we'll just start working on the pyramid soon. So then, uh, fast forward a couple of days. So things went well. Uh, the Gogers, they set up their camp. They started following the bathroom rules. They started bringing in rocks slowly. And these powerful, powerful creatures, they could carry the rocks between the the two of them, uh, they could carry a rock a little bit, and then they would roll. I think they rolled them. Uh, I actually, I wasn't paying very much attention. I was, I was picturing it in my mind at night. I said, eh, they carry those rocks or roll them. Because they were uh, smartly, they would work at night with bringing the rocks, and so they'd stay cool. So while they were transporting the rocks, they were sleeping during the day within the, 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 in the, in the town square, which people did not like. And that was kind of where things, you see, people said, why are the, it was, you know, market day and the orgs were sleeping and they make a noise, much like a guttural noise when they sleep a snore. And they, they, and they, they cover their eyes with their pants, which can be, you know, when we're not used to ogre nudity. So it's like, uh, I said, well, it's, uh, not exactly, but then it's like you've seen a, don't stare because they would use their pants to cover their eyes. And they were also big swipers. So you couldn't, the first couple of people learned the hard way and don't walk near a sleeping ogre. Gonzalo thought that was a saying and wherever the ogres live, don't walk near a sleeping ogre, you'll get squashed. You know, the squashing would be for a smaller, but you know, they'd just smack you on the head and it would, it would hurt or upset people. And then, uh, people stopped, sh- some people stopped showing up to work for the, uh, watching of the fair. And they said, well, I'm, I'm beginning to like the a- ethic of these ogres, but they were a little bit big. 
And they said, well, we have, it takes two or three people at this point to stir all the bone broth. I said to them, I said, how would you guys like to earn some extra butter, extra scones, any volunteers? any volunteers and butter scones? And they said, oh, and I said, you just come into the gates. The soldiers will let you in and you stir the bone broth. You know, you're not, unfortunately, you're not welcome to stay, but you'll be a bone stirrer and then you just go out and, and be on your way. And it seemed to work out well. Now, this is where I probably should have said, well, what was I thinking? Because I guess the people, they still weren't, uh, relieved. The, the people, they, they still weren't re- relieved, uh, Oh, they were upset with me for yelling, for then the rumors started to circulate uh, that, that I was a witch and that I was involved and all these things. At first, I was like, well, it's just some crackpots. So I told Gonzalo, crackpots, and then Clifford would come by. And he was still helpful, but he was much quieter. And I said, I'm, I said, Clifford, have a seat. I said, these rumors about witches, what do you know? And he said, he said, yes, the people are, are turning against you. And less and less people were showing up to work. I was getting to the point and I said, well, this, and Gonzalo said, don't worry, the staff we have here, they will not leave us. We have a loyal staff. And, uh, and I probably, so then the, the, the ogres, they started being good, you know, broth preparers, water, we could get them to hold the water. And they were doing it all for gold and butter, and, and the scones were more of a motivator. And I said, what is it? And I, got, again, I, was, I was still part of me was like, what is it about these ogres that I know something's got a big give here? I, my, my luck is going too good. And that was the first time there was a new, one new worker in the castle and we were passing each other, and I heard her sneeze. She was with some other uh, women working, and I heard her sneeze, and she which, which, and uh, of course, she was new, so she had not uh, uh, dealt with my ire. But she was about, and I said, "Excuse me," and then she, 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 she said, "Oh yes, my queen," and and I, I, I said, uh, "Did you, did you sneeze? Bless you." And she said, oh, thank you, uh, uh, my queen. And uh, she even had the gall to say, good day, good day. And then she turned and she said, which sneeze like that? And I said, uh, excuse me, what is your name? And she went to, so I said, oh, uh, uh, never mind. I don't care. I said, how long have you worked here? And she said, well, I was hired, uh, you know, Gonzalo was hired as some of us as he has relocated workers. And I said, okay. You don't work here anymore. And, uh, you know, what was that? And I said, is that I'm not a witch and I'm not a fool either. So good day. And then I said, Gonzalo, are people calling me a witch? Is that because of, uh, my, and he said, what's well, the big cauldrons of broth with giant ogres stirring them? And he said, there is a rumor that you're, uh, yeah, there's rumors about. He said Clifford would know more. You know, I'm I'm busy. I got you know I'm log- handling these logistics. So I said, uh, where's Clifford? He said working in a double. I said that Clifford did. Does he love the fairy godparents or what? He said, well, he's just 
he feels like a leader there. And I said, well, let's go see. I'll go see him. So I went and saw Clifford. I said, oh, Clifford, how's it going? He said, "Uh, it's going. And I said, I'm sorry about all that stuff I said about your friends and them not being over. I said, I'm sorry. I, I can be a testy individual. And I said, I have a question to ask you. Is, is, are people turning against me? Do they think I'm a witch? Someone sneezed witch. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they call you the, uh, the, the, the well, I have demon, demon master. Which is one. They say the rumor is that you're now calling your ogre army and uh, we're going to steal the fairy's power. And he said, there's just not enough. Uh, he was, uh, And I said, why is this? I'm just hearing about this. And he said, well, we didn't want to throw you off. You know, he's like, I'm not sure, you know, there's a rumor going around of how much you could handle and, uh, you know, that you can't handle that. And I said, wait a second, I'm sorry, what? And he said, you know, that you, you, I don't, we don't want to overwhelm you. We, we, you know, I'm just trying to do my best to help you here. And Gonzalo is helping you there. So, you know, we, we just want to keep everything, you know, and while, while we can, you know, keep everything stable and help you keep things stable. And, and so I didn't want to overwhelm. I figured that things will be fine. This whole witch thing will blow over or something will happen. I said, you, where did you hear this, Clifford? And I said, where did you hear that I'm not able to handle many tasks, multitasking, many duties as a queen with a Cinderella left in charge? I can handle, I can handle anything. And he said, oh, of course you can. Of course you can. And I said, and who do you think is going to save you if I mess up? He said, well, I trust Cinderella will return. And I said, what's she going to do against some ogres? Uh, what if I was, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you, why, why would the people, if, what if I am a witch and I'm taking over and stealing? Why, why wouldn't people just rise up against me? And he's like, well, the rumor, you know, they don't have the manpower yet. And I said, what do you mean yet? And I, and then I, I said, oh. and I ran back to the uh, castle. And I ran up to Penelope's room and I went into the satchel. And I said, it was, excuse me, uh, uh, letterman. And he said, hello. I said, you're sounding a little light. He said, oh, I, I, I'm just, uh, just a little light here. You're right. And I looked inside. I said, let me look in your mouth. And he said, oh, I'll open up right. And I said, where's the letter inside you? He said, I, I don't remember. Someone someone seemed to have taken it from me, from here. And I said, how would anyone have known about it? I said, that was that probably that woman. I think it's I called, called for Gonzalo. And I said, that girl that sneezed, she, was she, should she have access to this floor? And he said, no, 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 only trustworthy people. You, me, Cliff, I said, interview everyone in the kitchen. There's something missing. And he said, what? I said, that letter that I wasn't supposed to read is missing. And then I thought about the gem. I said, well, no. And then I said, he said, the, I said, the gem is, and I looked and the gem was gone. And I said, oh, geez, what could possibly what could possibly be worse than this? 
And then I went and I, I was, I said, oh, shit, who would have stolen this? And I said, Clifford. I went back to Clifford. I said, who, where, where did you hear these things? He said, well, you told me, you know, you told me that don't worry, Cinderella's coming back and, and, uh, not to worry and not to tell anyone. And I said, well, yeah, but you never believe any, why would you, uh, I, uh, you don't believe anything I say. Someone must have backed up, corroborated my story for you to trust me. And I said, I got you. And I said, who is spreading these rumors? And he said, and I had to take Clifford by the ear. I'll be honest with you people. And I grabbed his ear and I twisted and I said, come with me outside. I don't want to uh, assault you in front of these fair. And I, and I said, Clifford, we, we have, ta- I said, we've taken you into our home. And I need to know who else knows about Cinderella's return. And he shook and he said, the cliffs do. And I said, Clifford, please don't tell me that you've taken the, the letter and the, and the gem and give it any. He said he had. I said, I said, you stole my, my letter that I took and opened. It's a, you stole the letter that, hmm, I said, I'm on thin ground here. And I twisted his ear again. That time it was just because I was irritated. And I said, you stole the letter and, and everything inside, didn't you? And he said, I did. And I said, you just gave it to the cliffs. He said, I did. He said, that would make, give me, my trial membership would be over. I'd be a full, you know, subscribed member to the mentor team. A full mentor, I would give my own pin, you see I have it, I'm wearing it. And I said, that's pretty plain pin, Clifford, I didn't even notice it till now, it looks just like a uh, piece of metal. And he said, well, it's a uh, neophyte pin. And I said, well, let me, let me get this straight, you violated my trust. I said, let me get this straight, you violated my trust of the, the most powerful woman temporarily in the kingdom. Uh, to get a pin from a bunch of dudes. Uh, and he said, no, no, no. He goes, this is, a, I'm in with them now. I am a leader. And I said, you, and he said, listen, Agatha, I'll, I'm going to tell you the truth. He goes, you, you told me the hard truth. I know these people are my friends, Agatha. Well, I, I wish they were. Part of me does. And part of me is willing to just go along with it because I, I, but I want what they want. They have, they have a life that's better than mine, Agatha, he said, and, and that's what I want. And that, he was money is part of it and power and influence. And they, they empower each other and they want, he goes, it might be a, a perverted version of what you call friendship, but let's, let's, let's like look around because you're the one. Who broke Cinderella's trust, broke Penelope's trust? And Agatha, I'm going to tell you the hard truth. He said, yeah, everyone's just waiting around for Cinderella to come back at this point. And, you know, then things will return to normal. And you'll be back to, to, to doing your thing, which is fine. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're, you're not saying anything. That's what he said to me. And I said, oh, man. And I said, listen, Clifford, that's fine. You have your dream of uh, being a, 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 whatever a thought pattern or whatever the heck it is you want to be. 
looked up to by the people who you want to be the insured and not the insurance salesman or the, uh, I guess will you be the, uh, person benefiting from whatever you want to be at the top of the food chain. I get it. You don't want to be a middling man trying to make it. I don't know, but, but, but stealing from me, how could you do that? He said, well, it's pretty easy because you were occupied with the ogres and was in them. And he said, I'm going to ask you this once, Clifford, who has the, uh, the letter and the, uh, so the, what was inside the letter? And he said, I can't tell you that. And I said, I'll put you into the bone broth and, uh, you know, the ogres will listen to me. They won't listen to you. I said, uh, Flakwa, Usha, come here, come here. And they, they started to come over. And I said, I'll have them throw you in the broth, Clifford. And we'll render you down. And there's a lot to render. And he was silent. And I said, who has the letter? And he said, Dan does. Dan has the letter and the, and the, uh, and the gem. And you won't get them from him. But why, why did, what is he planning on doing with these? And Clifford said, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Agatha. Maybe I'm, Maybe I acted rashly. I said, Clifford, and I said, Clifford, don't apologize for being yourself. You just did. You're just a. I don't know. I'm. I'm so confused. But I. Do I need to get the? I guess I don't. Maybe you're right, Clifford. Maybe I just need to wait around for Cinderella to return. Well, but, but why does it Dan want a letter? And why, why, can't, why did he want it? And I said, I don't trust that man. Oh, well, I guess I, I don't know. I'll have to sleep on this, Clifford. Thank you for violating my trust. Are you still going to help us with the fairy guy? He said, yes, I will. And I said, you're a confusing man, Clifford. And he said, well, I'm sorry. And that's I, I, I'm just so taken by the turn of Clifford against me, but that I will need some rest before we return. And I, I will try to figure out why this man took the letter, why he took the gem. And, and why, but believe me, I'm not just going to wait for Cinderella to return to get it back so then she can find out I read it without permission. But that won't be. I hope you're well. I hope you're rested. And I hope... You're imagining all our safe fairy godparents thinking of how ogres so gently stir the broth apart despite the huge size, so nice. So thank you and good night. Good evening, everyone. This is Agatha, your friend, your friendly stepmother. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper, a tale of what happened after Cinderella became, well, after the Glass Slipper part. I was originally her stepmother, the evil, cruel stepmother, and it was a phase I went through as I tried to raise Cinderella and my two daughters that I grew out of, and as they moved out of their home, my home, I learned life lessons. Cinderella became princess, eventually queen. We worked together. We had a few adventures. Before she was queen, she became queen. She ruled our kingdom. 
with a deft hand, with kindness, with leadership, with a, with a seemingly effortless, uh, I don't know, I, I, I was, I'm baffled now looking back at it. I said, how does she do it? And then she had to go out of town because uh, uh, the fairy god, it turns out there's a lot of fairy godparents, not an unlimited number, probably, I don't know, what do we have, 87 or so, maybe more, maybe eight, I don't know. Gonzalo, my sidekick, shepherd boy, he would know more. But this is the tale of After the Glass. The Cinderella's out of town, researching at another kingdom many months away, many months away, researching for a cure for the fairy godparents have fallen ill. I have been tasked with running the kingdom and keeping the fairy godparents safe. And if you've been listening, you may or may not know, or if you do here, you may or may not know. Uh, I'm trying my best, and my best, it turns out. <laughs> oh, maybe there was a reason I was a cruel stepmother, because I have tried to work with these people to figure out, oh, it's, uh, and it, it hasn't gone that great. I've, so what's happened so far? Cinderella left town. Uh, people didn't like me. I didn't really love them. I tried a couple schemes to get people to help me take care of the fairy godparents. They... Uh, they stabilized at some point because I have this lovely shepherd boy working with me, Gonzalo. Very, very good boy. Very intelligent. And he's got the work schedule down. And then I think I started building a pyramid. Some ogres or orgs, uh, some creatures showed up. They were going to invade us. I said, hey, come on in. That actually went pretty good. And then Cinderella at some point had sent me a letter saying, just keep up the good work. Don't keep the fairies okay. That's what I want you to focus on. She told the people, listen to me. I think that was before. And anyway, and then it turns out she didn't trust me. There was another letter with a bunch of secrets. She's coming back with an army. There is no cure for the fairy godparents except to return to the the fairy land, which was sealed off because of monsters or some such thing. So the army was supposed to come back at some point and do that. And then the people turned against me. Clifford, who was another man I was working closely with, stole the letter and the gem, which, oh, I, I don't know what the gem does. Uh, probably Cinderella said didn't, I wasn't supposed to read any of this stuff or know it. And I was hurt. That's about where we left off. Give or take some some events, or some a lot of my analysis. But if you have any questions, send them by uh, something that flies slower than a crow or a pigeon. Probably like a uh, put them on a turtle's back, write it on the turtle's back, send it towards. I'll get it someday because I'm busy woman. Other episodes, the man who's in charge of this thing says. Sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. Now, so we left off those things. I was at a, the people were accusing me of being a witch. There was a, workers were stopping to show up, but I still had these ogres or, uh, I'll call them ogres. I forgot if they're ogres or orgs. I don't even know if they care, but they were here. They were pretty easy to work with. I hired them to work on the pyramid. And then I said, well, after work, how many of you want to stir some bone broth for our fairy godparents who are ill? They said, will you give us a scone bonus? 
I said, I will pay them 50% butter, 50% uh, gold. And then uh, I said, okay, what's that? And then these people said, oh, this is witch, witchery. That's about where we left off. So I, I'm just chatting with you as I prepare Penelope's bone broth. Let's bring it in to her. Come along. Hello, Penelope. Now, if you haven't been here, Penelope just is in a state where she can just take bone broth and I can take her to use the chamber pot. I roll her around, massage her muscles. That's something you're supposed to do. And keep her, keep her well clean. I give her a sponge bath. Yes, I do. But she likes to be talked to. I'm, I'm, I, I assume she may hate it. She may say, Oh, God, when's that? So I don't talk too much. So, but I'd like to feel it. So Penelope, here's your bone broth. I'm here to update you. Now, I don't know. It's been a little while since we've chatted. I th- well, or a lot has happened. I think I chatted with you yesterday morning, but. There were some ogres outside the doors. I think I was like, I'm going to deal with that. And it turns out ogres love scones, Penelope. You you and your people love scones and all sorts of sugared baked goods. I think that, again, the butter. But the, the ogres, they work physically hard. I know you people work hard, too. I know you, you know, you, in the past, you work with caring and listening and babysitting and watching and saying, Oh, you can talk now, husband. Okay, other husband, you can talk now. Okay, use an eye message. I, I watched you one time. So very nice how you, you help resolve those problems. So, but still, so the ogres, where was I? I got confused. So the ogres, they like scones, you like scones. So we have some common ground. Ogres, good at stirring bone broth. Bone broth seems to be one of the things we believe is keeping you stabilized, you and your people in this silent state you are in. And so I hired the ogres to help stir the bone broth, help build a pyramid, which was supposed to get the people on my side. Maybe that, I, I don't, it's a, it, it's a bit of, I'll be honest with you, Penelope, it's a bit of a distraction. It was supposed to be to keep the people involved so that they wouldn't realize they don't like me, or that Cinderella is not here. I don't know, or maybe I was, no, I guess it was a misguided attempt at me. I don't know, I, I mucked it up a bit, but I said, well, I recovered with these ogres being good at the bone broth. But one other problem, oh, wait a second, you know, I think... uh Excuse me, there's a satchel down here, it seems to be saying this, but not Hey, lady. Oh, yes, yes, Mr. Satchel. Do you have something to say? Yeah, yeah, open me up. Oh, the Satchel Penelope wants me to open him up. Okay, right here. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, look, that letter man is inside. Let me take him out. Oh, what's this in here? It's a, it's an empty handkerchief or something that the gem was wrapped in. I didn't think, would you, do you have a personality? Empty gem. Oh, yes, I do. I. Hello. So may I am a, I am a rag. Ah, nice to meet you. Masala the rag is my name. Wrapping a gem was my former game, and this is my companion envelope. 
Oh, I, I had thought I had met you before, Envelope. I thought you had had an... Hello, yes, I good to see you again. Oh, well, it's so good to see you both. Listen, I have to uh, talk to you. I don't remember if I interviewed you, but it, someone came and stole the letter. Oh, yes, you said, oh, I don't know. I said, oh, yeah, someone took her stuff out of me and took the gem. Oh, yes, and I, I am the, uh, the rag. And yes, the uh, gem was taken from me. Yeah, okay, I, I, it's confusing me because I almost feel like, you, Rag, you should go back in the satchel. You're mixing me up. I was hoping you'd have a more motherly thing and you would take my side with Penelope. But let me just talk to the letter man. Okay, goodbye. Hey, satchel, you can, I'm, okay, great. Okay, letter man, I am a bit worried about the letter and the gem that were inside you. Oh, oh, yes, you're worried. Go tell me more. Well, I'm just trying to figure out. So I've been thinking. I've been racking my brain all night, not sleeping, until wonderful Gonzalo came, and he he does this thing now where he puts his entire chest on my bed and goes, mmm, mmm, mmm. Not like that, though. Not annoying. That sound is annoying. He just makes this, it feels like a bullfrog, a legion of bullfrogs that are not slimy and do not touch me, but, but bullfrog up my bed. Very nice. Have you ever had that letter? Oh, no, that sounds great. Okay, well, maybe I'll put you, oh, no, that would be strange, have sleeping with a a mail envelope letter. But uh maybe, maybe I'll let you, I'll put you on my nightstand. Oh, and I'd get the bullfrog thing. Yes, yes. So I slept after that, but I was racking my said, okay. So these rich guys came, they stole the letter, who had Clifford Steele that I could, in the gem, and they know now Cinderella's returning with an army to save the fairy godparents. So, but they're holding the letter in the gem. We don't know what the gem is. All we know is that it's important because Cinderella said, well, you know, no one but Penelope or uh, Cinderella should open that letter or take the gem. And to keep it safe, uh, now it turns out mistake, my mistake opening the letter, my mistake trusting Clifford. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, may, I I messed up. So, But I was saying, why would they, why do they need that gem? Why do they need, what do they want? I started, I said, well, Agatha, you know, time to take off your queen hat. And put on, well, I, I put your hat down, put it back up, pinch it tightest so my face gets tight. Oh gosh, that is frightening when you do that with your face. It has, seems like you will age hundreds of years. Oh, well, thank you, uh, Mr. Letter Package. Uh, but I said, let's, let me start thinking like these men, like a stepmother would when she, because I, I was overly worried. About my daughters marrying into the royal family. And then, it, it was, you know, Cinderella got in. I was crushed for a time. And I said, well, why don't I just apologize? Cinderella's a one. Well, first, marry my daughters off. Clearly, I'm not going to have them living with me forever. I had to get them very good matches I got for them. In fact, most of the butter comes from one of my daughter's husbands as a large farming operation, dairies, meats. And then her other husband runs the largest inn at the edge of town. Oh, that's nice. So do you have any other daughters that would like or uh, any single envelopes? 
or single letters that would uh would like to date a man ripped open and had his insides torn out and stolen. Oh, that's strange. You're, you're a strange letter man. Uh, so I was saying, what, what, what are these rich guys, the cliffs and the Dan and the, the granite, uh, granite, whatever, entrepreneur. Hey, I, what do they want? They want something. And they know Cinderella's coming. They know she's going to want the gem. So they're looking to make a deal. I, and I said, well, I said, maybe I should just let it be. Cinderella will have an army. Her, 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 uh, the man from another kingdom, possible romance situation. So he'll be wanting to stand Cinderella's good side. So he could just behead the, them all and then take the gem. This was my original thought. Well, it's a interesting thought, uh, to make these men pay for what they've done. That is a good thing. And that's what I was thinking. And I was like, well, these guys are, uh, intelligent men just because they're wealthy. Just because this skin has become soft and pliable and, uh, you know, they, they, their hands are no longer, you know, able to, to work. They, they're not dumb guys. And I said, well, they would think that. They know in the letter she's coming. I think it said something about the other prince or the king. I think he was a king even. And so I said, well, this is, what, what would, uh, huh. And then I said, well, what would I do if I was one of these cliffs? I would probably be the, 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 the king, the, the boss of them, the stepmother of them. And I said, okay. And I played out of fantasy for a while after my, you know, my fantasies of my own vengeance. And I said, well, if this woman was coming, she's the last, she's the last queen. There's no other royals. There was a purge. I don't know if you heard in this kingdom. Well, no more royal blood. Cinderella is technically doesn't, she's, she's the last royal. And she's only a royal by marriage. No more husband. No child. So that makes, I said, well, that would make her one of my targets if I was one of these men. And it turns out what I've learned, uh, what's, uh, I think the other king is also the only, no, no heirs, no family or such, some such thing. I think the, I don't know if this king purge, royal purge was in both cases. So these are both the last royals from their kingdom. And I said, these Cliffords are always wanting some sort of, uh, capitalism, democracy, all the, you know, they say, we, what is it? Why should the royals rule when we are the ones that provide the jobs? We are the ones that provide the economy. Such, I don't know. Puffery, I call it. But I said, if I'm a pufferer, what, what would I, I said, I'd want the end of both of them. And then I would say, we have a lot of money. The, the, you know, we don't want to keep giving our money to the castle. Why do we have a castle? Why don't we take the castle down, build, you know, you know, invest the, you know, they want, they, they clearly want to be in charge, let a man. Okay, so what, what is, so I, I think they're, they're up to something, some sort of trap. I don't, I don't, I would say they don't have an army that I know of. And I said, well, what are they going to do? And then I thought about the ogres and how they arrived. And I said, I don't think the ogres are, uh, chaotic evil or I think they're like neutral because they seem very concerned with the rules and their, their, their code of honor and some such things. 
but they are very strong. There could be more of them. I, I don't know. So I, I said, well, would they be, how big of an army is coming with Cinderella? What, what would the, and then I said, well, if we had, if they have the castle, they could defend the city walls for a while, go into the castle. You know, they could have the people, they would have the people and the, so these Cliffords are up to something like, what do you think? What I think you are a beautiful, you think in a way that makes me wish I was not a letter, but a man. So that I could say you women are a beautiful, intelligent I don't like it though when your hair is like that in your thinking face. But I do find you, uh, ravishing. Well, thank you. I, I, that's some nice puffery. So I guess I'm going to have to deal with this before Cinderella gets here because I can't have a walking into some trap. And then the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, in, 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 uh, the fairy, the fairy godparents are going to get mixed up in this somehow and I can't have them hurt. I can't lose them. And poor Penelope, she needs her bone broth. All the fairy godparents, they're just innocent bystanders. And the people, as annoying as they are, they don't need to be caught up in this mess. So, oh, jeez, there's some sort of noise outside, some chanting. Excuse me, letterman, I'm going to put you... Oh, no, I said I put, I'll leave you here near Penelope. She has nice breathing, too. You could listen to her breathe. Don't... You can't move, so don't do anything creepy. You're a bit creepy. But uh, stay here, and then I will take you for bullfrog night. Oh, thank you so... Thank you so much. Okay, good, good, good. Take good care of Penelope. And with that, I uh, walked into the kitchen to see. I heard some chanting. It sounded like trouble a little bit. And I went into the kitchen that overlooked the ramparts. And out of the ramparts, I saw Gonzalo looking into the town square. So I hurried out into the ramparts. And Gonzalo was out there watching a crowd of people gathered and they were tearing and burning what looked like giant puppets. I said, what is going on there? And he said, they're burning effigies of you and chanting witch. And, and uh, there was, he was like, you missed a couple of good speeches analyzing what your plans are, whether who will survive. And he said, people are uh, up in arms. And I said, up in arms, does that mean they've taken up arms or their arms are up? And he said, excuse me, I don't know, Agatha. That is an excellent question. I said, he said, I meant it in the sense the arms are up. They're saying, oh, they're up in fists. I said, well, no, that wouldn't be good either. He said, he said, their arms are up. They're saying, Agatha's a witch. Agatha's no letter. Right. And he said, you know, it's tough to hear from here, but... He goes, when they all go quiet and one person's speaking, there was a couple of people excellent projecting these walls. So he had many good arguments. People seemed to buy it. So you got a, you got a bit of trouble. And I said, well, what is the, and he said, mostly the people hate you. He said, I'll be honest with you. I guess that they said mean. And then I, then a man took the stage who I didn't recognize until I looked at what he was wearing. I realized. He was the former royal fool, uh, the man Cinderella had married to become princess and then queen. Uh, his f- father and mother had a fool. Again, he said, I was, and he said, he started saying terrible, mean things about me. 
Things like I have the face of a witch and the breath of a face of a witch and the breath of an ogre. Wish ogres don't have bad breath, by the way, but I could see why you would assume so. And I tell you, people, I will not even repeat what was said, but it was like I was being bullied, is the term, by a whole town of people taking turns the whole uh, morning on stage, imitating me, mostly making my face, which they said, eh, and then they would pretend they were children and faint or cry. Or they made up historical tales of how my face became so stern. Or they talked about the way oh, she walks like this and then she walks like this. What's the problem? What's up? Uh, you know, just how oh, it was just cruel, 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 cruel. Everything I ever thought about myself badly. They reminded me of something I'd forgotten. I said, you know, because I'm a pretty proud woman. And I said, really, they can notice that mole. I just thought, well, that's something on my face, no big deal. But they were, some people were really fixated on this one mole. And they said, you heard a beauty spot, so that's an ugly spot. And I said, oh. well, what really happened is my blood began to boil. I said, these people are not worthy of my saving. And I slammed down something on the ramparts. I said, well, let's go to the fairy godparents. I need to listen to them rest. And so Gonzalo and I, we went over to the barracks, and there was a couple of ogres leaving. And I said, uh, hello, where are you going? And they said, we got a me-ogre meeting, a big ogre meeting. Well, you know, with bone broth stirred. And I said, okay. And so then uh, we went, and there was still a staff of workers, brave, brave people that, as far as I could tell, I was looking, believe me, I was like, if any of those workers were at that rally against me, rally, what do they call it, the rally, rally against witch face or something, I said, I was, uh, but in none of them, they they would all been working hard for, we were perilously, peril, perilously short-staffed, and Gonzalo checked everything. He, double, he said, hey, let me double-check the supplies. And I said, I checked, I listened to the fairy godparents sleep. I touched foreheads. I followed, I said, well, what do you guys need some help? Uh, bed saw rolls. So we, I helped a couple of the people move one person to the right side, next person to the left. Next person, even Gonzalo says, well, you should not even wear down these beds. Move them head to toe. And uh, other people we take out of their beds, flip the mattress over, turn it around. Gonzalo, he's a beast to get all the logistics. And then in comes running to the bunker, my thief, the man who sold my kingdom for a pin, Clifford. And he comes running on him, running, and he's, Agatha, Agatha, Agatha. And I said, why, hello, Clifford. I go, oh, I, I just noticed that pin on you. Is that a neophyte pin from the cliffs? He said, of course, oh, yes, it is. Of course, we already discussed it. I said, uh, I said, I know Clifford. I was being, uh, patronizing. And he said, there's a horrible plan against you, Agatha. And I said, oh, really, Clifford, tell me all about it. This is news to me. It does have to do with the people rising against me. He said, well, that's only one part of it. The cliffs, they want to take you out. And I said, oh, really? They want to usurp my power? And he said, they, he said, they do, they do. They're planning on uniting with the ogres, bringing more ogres in, forming an ogre army. 
and throwing you out of the castle and waiting for Cinderella. You say, they said, I don't need to know what happens when Cinderella gets there. I said, oh, thank you, Clifford. Uh, are you sure you don't know what happened? He said, I'm afraid of what will happen when Cinderella gets there. I said, really, Clifford, tell me more. He said, you don't really seem too upset. I said, go on, go on. And he said, well, they, they, I think they're going to get Cinderella, trap her, or do something, and, and hold, he goes, I think they're going to hold the fairy godparents hostage. They'll hold the castle, and then they'll make Cinderella. And I said, oh, well, wait a second. They're not going to take Cinderella out? He said, I don't know. He said, no, 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 they're afraid of the uh, soldiers. They said they might not have enough org power. The orgs are more for show. They want they're going to hold the fairy godparents hostage. And when Cinderella gets here, you know they they want a peaceable exchange of power or something. I don't know. And I said, really, Clifford, is there any way for me to stop them? And he said, well, you, you you should probably get that gem for for they know Cinderella needs it. They don't know what it's for. And but they, they said, well, she must have needed to save the fair. It must be the thing to start the well. Or, you know, to make things work, to re, re, reinvigorate the fairy magic once they get to fairyland. And I said, oh, so, so they have the gem in the letter and they're going to, you know, trap Cinderella. I don't understand. And he said, well, is it? and I said, so what do you think? Should I go to there? Where, where, where is all this happening? And he said, Dan's house, the meeting with the ogres now. And I said, maybe I should just go there, huh, Clifford, walk up there. I should probably keep the soldiers here to keep the fairy godparents safe, but just go by myself or with a couple of soldiers. And maybe the soldiers that are the most greedy, they could be the easily paid off. And just go up to Dan's and say, hey, what's going on? One more. Well, I just wanted to see if you were just going to give it to me. Or I could just yell at you. Or have these soldiers. Oh, wait, my soldiers are gone. Is that what you... Do you think I should do something like that, Clifford? And he was silent. And he said, I... Yeah. Well, yeah, shouldn't you just try to get the gem from them? And I said, Clifford, I told you I'm no fool. What what do you... what, What comes after Neophyte? And he said, Thought Leader. Junior. And I said, Thought Leader Junior. And do you get a new pin for you? Oh, you do. You get a pin with a rock around, you know, a pin around a rock. And I said, oh, really, a pin with a rock in it. Wow, Clifford. So you're going, and then what, what will the Cliffs do once they have me? Just keep me as another bargaining piece with Cinderella. And he said, oh, no, no, they're going to throw you out of the castle, throw you out of the town, lock you out before the people will then be fully behind the Cliffs. And they will understand the need of the ogres to keep you at bay, for they know you're a wild woman. And then, you know, they'll just go into the castle and take over. The cliffs will live there. They'll be, they know they can. And I said, okay, so they're waiting at Dan's house for me to come, just basically. I'm so, why didn't you, why wouldn't you have told me of slightly... Why, what did they tell you to tell this story? And they said, yeah, Cliff, get her over here. Get her back here. And I said, and then you'll be Minta, Minta Jr. or whatever the hell it is, Clifford. And he said, it's a really nice pin. And I said, Clifford, okay. 
So you still, you still want to be, so when these guys take over, Cinderella's gone, I'm gone. Fairy godparents, who knows what happened? The fairy godparents, Clifford, that you've been spending time with, who, who will speak for them when I'm gone, when Cinderella's gone, and the cliffs take over? You said Gonzalo, probably. I assume they'll leave Gonzalo in charge. Really, Gonzalo, that's what undying loyalty to me. And then Gonzalo showed up, and I said, right, Gonzalo? He said, of course, my queen. And I said, see, they won't leave him. He'll be outside the castle gates with me. And then what will become of the fairy godparents? He said, well, the cliffs will have to keep him safe to keep Cinderella, you know, at bay. And I said, so you're going to be in charge of that, so you'll be a, a fairy god? And he said, I think they are going to put me. They said, we have a very special expectation of you, Clifford. Big things we're expecting in this new economy. We, we need you to reinvent yourself as a caretaker of dreams. And I said, do you get a, a dream taker, dream, dream taker pin or dream caretaker pin or something? He said, I do. I do. I think I do. And I said, Clifford, if I had pins and I could tell you Ooh, oh, oh, boy. Anyway, Clifford, let's go fall into this trap. Gonzalo, what do you think about this trap? Were you thinking the same thing I was last night? And he said, well, so we had a little chat, Gonzalo and I, right in front of Clifford. And I said, this poor man, in my head, I didn't say that in front of Clifford. That would just be mean. He's just, uh, I said, well, this poor guy, he thinks these guys are his friends he thinks that his leaders, and he wants to be like them. He just does it. I said, well, you know, I want to be mad, but it's like being mad at a, uh, I don't know. I don't want to. So we went up the hill, very fancy neighborhood. And actually, there's a guy, Dan, he has the third nicest house in town, not the first or the second, even though I believe he is the richest. We go to his house. And we go in, and of course, it's, you know, it's one of those situations you see, you've heard about in the tales, where it's like, hello, is anyone here? And then you hear sound drawing you deeper in, chattering. And they say, hello. And then you go deeper in, and you see there was a whole buffet waiting, lots of scones, butter. And I said, oh, butter. So oh, I went out into the garden. And I said, very interesting. And then I walk into a room, a library, large, large room, mahogany's woods of some sorts. And there's a, the ogres in there, the interpreters in there, the cliffs are in there, many plumage pins, pens, their writing instrument thing. And they're writing and signing. And I say, Oh, hello. Oh, what did I walk into here? Uh, you seem to be striking up some agreement. And Dan and the granite man, he chuckled to himself. He said, she, 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 she's on to us. Uh, she is, we're caught. And Dan said, well, Agatha, welcome. Uh, welcome. Have a seat. We were just signing a little uh, agreement here. And I said, I, I, I'm aware. You know, Clifford kind of, it filled me in vaguely, but I had already had a pretty good idea of what you were up to, boys. Pretty smooth operators, aren't you? Hello, Kazok. Hello, Frogstack. Portshan. Gotoshan. You're looking extra 
You guys really, your green lightens up as soon as you're out of the sun. There's not a lot of light in this library, but that's fine. You, you, what, what are you guys doing? And they've called my little form. And I said, it looks like there's some butter and scones up there. Different currants. Are those currants and those scones, Dan? He said, only the finest currants from the land of currency or something. I said, I, well, well. And I said, well, what are you guys writing up here? Mind if I have a little peeky poo? And they said, we don't mind if we, you do. And I said, ah, Frotschblock, the uh, interpreter. You, you guys know Gonzalo, Cliff here. He's got a new pin, I noticed. Uh, no more neophyte pin. And then the uh, granite man said, well, technically, he's still, he's still, he still has his neophyte pin. We have his granite pin here. His uh, thought leader junior pin here. And I said, yeah, no, no shit, dumbass. Anyway, Dan, so you guys are signing, uh, what, what, what are we guys signing there? A little, uh, ogres? Ogres? And the ogre interpreter said, well, so we've worked out a thing. You know, remember, we didn't, we wouldn't, we would do vengeance for the, uh, false start with the pyramid and the subcontractor had brought us here. So start the pyramid and it stopped and then we started and they've offered us a, a deal for, uh, a very generous offer uh, to sign, to work with these men. And I said to take over the castle and then reinforce the castle as uh, soldiers, more or less. And they said, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that guy said, I said, oh, and all the August said, what, what? And I said, Toshenpolka, my Tofan. Is that Tofan? Is that right? Was it Topan? And they said, fortune, and they started talking. I did not, I, I only knew enough, Olga. Uh, Gonzalo had taught me some phrases. And the phrase roughly translates, as far as I can understand, a broken contract cries like a scone dropped in salt water and then peed on by a horse. I think that's what it means, and I... I think it has to do with a sense of loyalty for work. These are very proud creatures. Uh, and so they, I think, I was, I, and I said, and they said, what do you mean? And they said, what does this mean? I said, well, we already have a contract, boys. It's not completed. And you haven't even taken full payment. We've taken partial payment, which entitles me as bearer of the contract. And I said, well, and I went on and I was terribly Mundane, I said, you know, we for first beginning as I said, I will shift, re, re, renegotiate contract at movement of 30 blocks to the pyramid, pyramid zone B, which, and then we also have subcontract C, stirring the bone broth, shifts A, B, and Z, cutie And I said, why? And I said, well, when Frank Fuan here, he signed a third contract to massage calf muscles of fairy godparents and they said crack one and I said for uh, what brown butter that we fry up he said hey, he likes to eat it uh, he, we fry it turn it brown let it re uh, you know coagulate and then we feed it to him and then they said well, um, and they said and there was talk of double deals and triple deals and breaking contracts. And then this, uh, Dan said, well, you already signed this contract too. And they had just finished signing it, uh, all the ogres. And I said, well, how 
could you possibly do, do, do two, three or four contracts where these are overlapping times? You're already hired to do the work during this time. There's only 24 hours in a day. You don't have the time to complete all your contracts. What, what are you boys going to do? You'd have to just honor the first contract you signed, I suppose. And then the ogres, they said, back and forth in that guttural tongue, like the didgeridoo, as I said, many things like that. I said, oh, I'm getting, it was, it was a warm day too. I said, I'm getting sleepy with this didgeridoo sound of that tubular instrument and then they said and then Dan said well you we uh, we've paid you we you broke her contract you're and then I said uh and then they says and I said and then uh, Gonzalo started poking me and I said what is it Gonzalo he said it's not good and I said it's going fine we're gonna win we first contract it usurps all is how could they Break our contract if they must honor it. And he said, they're going to break, break all the contracts. And I said, well, then fine, they'll leave. We'll, we have some soldiers. Even if the soldiers were, were brought along, we'll, you know, we'll be fine. Don't worry, I have archers outside, Gonzalo. And he said, not enough. And then the translator said, we have made our decision. And Gonzalo said, come on, come on. And I said, uh, I said, uh, Gonzalo, do what you need, do what needs to be done. And he said, okay. And he ran off and, uh, I don't know where he went. And he dragged Clifford along with him. And I said, okay, what is the decision? And Dan said, we expect us. And they were getting very agitated because they're rich guys. They're not used to being pushed around. And the, the, uh, the, the translator for the ogre said, we have decided to uh, end all contracts. And I said, that's not, and the Dan said, no, absolutely not. We have you, you know, we had you double sign and you licked the, the tips of the pens, which is double honor. You said double secret honor. And they said, yes, so we, we, but we also signed that we can in good faith honor both contracts. We can in good faith break one contract and honor the other. So we've reached a decision, but we cannot the work must be completed in some sense, at least in some semblance, and payment must be taken. But also all these double breaks, plus the previous breaking of the contract by uh, one of you guys' subcontractors, leaves us in a very tough position. So as a group, we've decided our honor will be best preserved if we just uh, destroy all contracts and the keepers of the contracts, witnesses to the contracts, and any related parties. And I said, I'm sorry, in the dance, they didn't get it. I got it pretty quick because I, you know, I'm on the ball, people. And I said, oh dear. And I said, you're going to terminate the contracts literally and figuratively in with, uh, you know, some sort of grievance like, I don't know, uh, with undue aggression. And they said, F fully, fully fairness due aggression or something. I said, well, that's not a legal term, boys. But anyway, I was, my second husband was a, uh, a barrister. 
And they said, oh, and I said, quack, 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 whoa. And I said, are you going to do this to me? And they said, yes. And then the Dans, they slowly started to get it in. And a couple of them started to shake and cry. But uh, actually, Dan, the leader of them, he said, I don't understand. And I said, Dan, they're going to wipe us out, all of us. Nice job, you and your team here. And then I noticed that I was trying to make a point to really lay it into them that the guys blew it, that the ogres were going to take all of us out, every every person in town, basically, because we had all witnessed these contracts. I don't know, you know, contract-like stuff. But the ogre's solution was to terminate the contracts and the people related to the contracts, which seems fair in an ogre mindset. You know, and then they just go, they do the work, I don't understand. I, I don't think they knew about the work that goes into making the butter, but I think they probably would be able to figure that out too. They, these ogres are not dumb creatures. They're just over relying on contracts and then getting out of them. But so I say, nice job, damn. And they were frozen. He said, what do you mean? I said, they're going to destroy it. What's it? All of us gone. I don't, Cinderella can't get here fast enough. And I said, nice job stealing the letter and the gem. I go, you might as well just give the ogres the gem. Could, could you guys hold on to a letter? And you mind if I write something on the back in a gem? Dan, you might as well. That's it. We're done. He said, well, can't we make another deal? And the ogres said, boy, go on. And I said, yes. And, and, but Dan, he, he pushed the gem in the letter to me, Cinderella's thing. And then I grabbed, I saw the corner of my eye, Clifford's pin. He must have taken it off in shame, I would hope. And left it on Dan's desk. And I took that and I, I poked Flampoua, I believe it was, in, in one of his, uh, one of these giant warts on his nose. And then I grabbed the letter. I grabbed the gem. The windows started to shatter from the arches that Gonzalo had. And I ran like the blazes. And I ran out. And uh, as I walked, ran out of Dan's house, the bells were ringing, the emergency bells that mean retreat to the castle. We are under attack. And this is a drill. You know, we don't talk about it very much, but every child, you know, you need to be prepared for this. So everyone has an automatic muscle memory response to hearing these bells. They're rung in a certain way. I can't do it. Uh, I, I, I don't do bell imitations, but everyone had to retreat to the castle and everyone in town drop everything and get into the castle, the royal castle, now, the uh, ogres, they were stunned. They don't think any of them were hit by arrows, as I said. But it, and I, I, left a couple, I left a couple of the cliffs behind, I'll be honest with you. But some of the most of the cliffs workers reacted. The cliffs, they were still in shock, I think. But I was out of there making sure I, even the people, I said, run, run to the castle. And everyone, Cinderella, I think I brought on this program, was a emergency protocol, I believe she called it. And I would tell you, I wish she was there to see it. For every citizen of the town ran to the castle as fast as their legs would carry him. But making sure, she said, no one left behind. So everyone's running. The few soldiers I have are keeping Dan's house, you know, shooting arrows when the ogres would poke their heads out. Now, we couldn't keep them there forever. They were still ogres. This was just a small signing party or something. So, so, oh, it was outside the uh, city gates. Oh, no, they were in the town square, maybe. 
But they were confused. So all the townspeople raced to the castle. I raced to the castle. Gonzalo raced, and I didn't see Clifford in the whole thing. We closed the gates. The soldiers are there. We have one gate for stragglers. It's a, it's a, what do they call that? A Sally Port of Westerport. I don't know, but we, we get everybody in. And we, we, this is a castle, people, so it's defendable. I don't care if we had 60, 80 ogres out there. They're not getting in. Now they could probably eventually get in. Well, for the, for the moment, for the time being, we were all safe. Everyone was a little scared. I said, hello, people. I gave a speech. I'll spare you from it. But I said, I know you don't like me, but now you're safe in my castle, my rules. Anyone doesn't like you can leave, or you could go on the assumption I'm going to keep you safe here. We have supplies. We have walls. We have some soldiers. We have weapons. We're going to have to train you because we're going to have to keep these ogres at bay. We don't know how long. No need to point the finger. You know why these ogres lost their minds. It's not my fault, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, maybe we could discuss that another time. But you're safe. Your families are safe here. You know, let's go through the emergency check-in buddy system protocol we have. And we did that and we checked everyone in. And we were ready, you know, for whatever it was. And, but then I said, and I said, we got water, we have food and all that. And I, I thought, I thought to myself, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Cinderella's coming with an army. We'll keep, you know, down in the gates. You know, we can throw rocks. We'll keep the gates closed. Even a battering ram with 60, 80 ogres. You know, it's not like the movies. We could throw stuff at them. Boiling oil, boiling bone broth. But then Gonzalo, he pulled at my skirt. He said, yes, I guess we are safe right now. But he, he, and he said, we have the supplies for all the townspeople. But not all the townspeople. And the fairy godparents. And I said, oh dear. And I said, well, that, that problem will be here tomorrow, right, Gonzalo? He said, absolutely. I said, well, let's all get some rest. Let's make sure everything's calm here. And we will figure out what to do about this tomorrow. How's that sound? And he said, well, sounds fair enough. And I said, thank you, my lovely, brave shepherd boy. Very quick thinking, by the way. And it's a good thing I have such an evil, crafty mind. And that, my friends, was the end of our day. Uh, a little bit unexpected. Uh, actually, I expected most of it except for that part with the ogres. I did not think trouble. I don't think like an ogre, I guess. I didn't say, I said, well, they'll probably just follow the first contract. I didn't, or complain I'd have to pay them more butter money. But I didn't think that that would happen. I didn't know if all the cliffs, because I didn't pay attention to the chicken. But that's what we will leave off for tonight. I'm going to check on my sweet Penelope. And then I will take my friend, my new friend, the Envelope Man. And my buddy Gonzalo will bullfrog me to sleep with his little bullfrog. Well, maybe I will have him play a little Disredoo. He does an imitation of a Disredoo. Well, that is all for tonight. Good night, my friends. Hello, my name is Agatha. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper. The tale of, uh, well, after Cinderella won the glass slipper. 
She won the heart of the prince that found the glass slipper and tracked her down. They were wed. She t- turned out he was a bit of a b- 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 buffoon, and his parents were uh, lower lords that somehow usurped the throne. But anyway, it worked out. Cinderella ended up being coming queen. Those people were no longer with us. I was a stepmother. Once unliked, now uh, forgiven, well, forgiven for the stuff at her childhood. So, Cinderella, my name's Agatha, Cinderella's stepmother. Yes, oh, yes, if you only, if you only knew, you'd say, oh, that woman, she's dead. Well, anyway, we got along just fine. She was a wonderful, wonderful queen, Cinderella. Penelope, a fairy godmother, and I, and all the fairy godparents from the fairy kingdom came and lived in our village, and all was well until a disease struck that affected the fairy godparents. And we didn't have a cure. Cinderella went off. This is a catch-up. And she went off to a kingdom to try to find it. And I was left in charge. Things, uh, there's, there's other episodes. I'll fill you in as quickly as I can. But you could listen to them. They're at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glassslipper. You know, I, I, I had some trouble. There was all ogres. There was a team of uh, oligarch types, oligarchers. And they all fought for power. There was uh, negotiations, and then there was trouble with the ogres. And uh, this was last episode. They said, well, let's get all the people. I can't remember whose fault it was. Oh, I, don't, I don't know if it was mine. But uh, they, uh, we, we said, I said, well, let me actually do this. I said, everyone to the castle. Well, we, you know, and we ran to the castle, locked up the gates. And we were all secure in there. Cinderella had it all planned out, mostly. And uh, that's pretty much where we left off, more or less. So yeah, I'll catch you the rest of the way up because uh, because it's time for my morning delivery of bone broth to Penelope, the fairy godmother. Hello, Penelope. I have your bone broth here and I'm going to feed it to you and update you. You might have heard uh, uh, a lot of racket. Uh, Good news is so many people are here at the castle with us now, living with us in the castle gates. That's the good news. And you may have heard the bad news, which was since we already had so many fairy godparents living with us, there was a miscommunication about the water supply and the food supply, but more so the water and we originally were bringing in fresh water from the town square. Uh, at some point, we we were doing so much bone broth, and someone miscalculated how much bone broth the ogres would eat, and we started pulling from the emergency cisterns, which are the wells, and they were calculated for all the townspeople to have so much water for so many days, and then we didn't calculate the fairy godparents in, and then the... Uh, Massive amount of bone broth and water you people need because of your sweating. So it turns out we only had, uh, we we had, have, currently have, according to Gonzalo, about uh, uh, less than a week's worth of water for everyone. Which puts me in a position to say, well, other than the cliffs, there's only like 10 of those guys. I can't decide who should get, and you can only go three days without water, they say. Like Gonzalo says that he's my most trusted source. So then what I said is, oh, what are we going to do, guys? 
And the the head of the guards, the, the soldiers, the head of, he said, well, there's the emergency, you know, let's get the emergency protocols from the emergency protocol. There's a, Cinderella is very thorough. What a thorough young woman. So she had a list of assignments and if there's emergency, and it says water, it says, uh, you know, it ends up there up on a hill above town is the thing to gather water aqueduct and a uh, water tower, water, not a tower, it collects the rainwater. And then you, you're supposed to be able to turn it, it's like a, uh, it brings the water down somehow. It's, it's like a little uh, bri- water bridge or something. So we went to activate it. No water came. So we said, uh, oh boy. And the soldier said, it must be jammed, you know, with a pigeon's nest or some such thing. And he said, what should we do? And it, you can walk up this thing. It's very engineering. I don't know who was responsible before Cinderella's time, I think, but I would give her credit if credit was due. So, so we, uh, he said to, uh, I said, okay, uh, what should we do? And he said, well, I, we could climb up there and find the pigeon's nest. I said, well, uh, me and Gonzalo better go with you. I, I don't know what I was thinking at this time. So we climb up there. And it's uh, actually, I'll tell you what it is. I have a uh, thing for heights, a non, the opposite of being afraid. I, I, I love being up high. And so we, 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 it felt, uh, very freeing to me to be walking high above the city, up this hill. Uh, and it was, it was very, very solidly made. A little, uh, uh, what do you call it? A gutter for the water to flow to the castle. No water though, very bone dry. And as we climbed, as we got climbing, I said, where are the girls? We were looking for the, uh, what are they called? Ogres. And we got to the top. Now we got to the, almost to the top. And I said, oh dear, I'm hearing a sound of splashing and it ends up the ogres had already discovered this aqueduct and were using it as a shower. They were, I, I told you they were fastidiously clean despite the reputation. And they were bathing and swinging and playing, and we watched them. But they were using the water, fouling it. We couldn't have, got, I think they had blocked it, or maybe it was, I don't know. I was like, well, how'd you get They said, it was probably the dams or whatever, the uh, cliffs. They, they, so that was out, the emergency water plan. So then we went back to Penelope, and I said, okay, well... Okay, what about if that's blocked? It says, uh, you know, get the water... Use the cistern if if the rain. And I said, "Oh boy, we did that out of water." It's too bad I didn't read the emergency protocols before. Well, I was saying, "Well, how I cannot blame myself. I cannot know all." So ends up I said, "Well, the main water's in the town square, which is outside the castle gates." So we don't, so I said, well, so, so that's what we're at, Penelope. I, you're saying you're drinking this bone broth. Do not worry. For no fairy will go without bone broth or water. No child or mother or husband or soldier or boy or, or stepmother will go without water or food. We have enough food where it will be somewhat okay. For about, a, I think, a month in Lada, he said. Because, you know, you guys don't eat that much, just the bones. Uh, I don't know. So I'm going to go meet with uh, Gonzalo and Clifford and call in some soldiers and see what we can do. 
Uh, oh, wait a second. I forgot my friend. Hello, Letta. I, I have something for you. Are you sleeping or just listening quietly? Oh, yes, ma'am. I am just listening to your voice quietly because remember I told you how delightful I find you and brilliant. So, so, so sorry to hear about the uh, aqueduct. Okay, well, Mr. Letter, you charmer. You're such a charmer. Here's a letter that was originally inside you. Oh, thank you. Well, I did not know I felt so empty, but now... Oh, and here's a gem. I'm going to put that right inside you, too. Oh, thank you. I feel so much more, uh, you know, I, I feel much more, uh, like myself, I should say, filled up with something. So, so thank you so much, my dear. Okay, well, I'm going to put you in my pocket and I'm going to take you. You will be my, one of my advisors. Well, I, I'm just, I, I know I, I speak with you so romantically, my dear, but you should know that I'm a figment. Okay, time for you to go in my pocket. So, good day, Penelope. I will be back soon. Do not worry. I will not kick anyone out of the castle to save water or anything like that. Good news, too. I think you should know this. This castle's very reinforced. So no no ogres will be getting in here. They did bang on one of the gates last night. But I think that is because the taverns were empty and some of them went to one of the taverns and drank all the beer. Okay, Penelope, good day. So then I went down to this. It was the first time I was using the strategic... The map room, they call it. That was going to be the room where the maps are. And I could see the town and where the, the, the best and freshest wells, right in the town square, not that very far from the castle gates. And I had caught Clifford and Gonzalo and the head of the, the guards and also, uh, the, the head and also one of the head duelers, one of our leading uh, you know, I needed another voice, you know, to speak for all the children in the townspeople, and I didn't want any big mouth, uh, rich guy doing it. So she, she doesn't make a pretty penny, but yeah, she's paid by the kingdom, non, non profiter. You know, she does, she does it for the love of helping people give birth. She also helps with the animals. So I said, well, that's, that's a sign because I'm sure if she was some fancy pants, she'd say, I do not do cow deliveries, only with children. So we all were there and I said, this is my trusted council. This is my trust. And I said, okay, people, we need to get the water from that well here. With any ideas and, uh, and everyone said, well, is it, is it, is it, we don't know. It was, uh, and I said, Clifford, what do you do? What do you, what was your group called again? Mendel Dean, Mendel Dean, Mendel Dean, Mendel, you were, you, you guys, the Cliffs, you were Mendel Deans. And he said, meant a team. And I said, meant a team. You guys were thinking, you're a think leader junior, right? You're a think leader now, Clifford, with your new pin for, you know, the pin you got, uh, which was indirectly related to this whole mess. And he said, huh. And I said, don't worry, Clifford, I'm not, I'm not cross with you. I'm just, you know, flushing out your vocab. So you, what do you do with your Mender team? And I said, don't you blue sky? Didn't you say something about blue skying? He said, well, we have a brainstorm 
no bad ideas, he said, except from, well, sometimes they'd say, Cliff, that's not a very good idea, but you are new. And I said, okay, well, then no bad ideas. And we kicked around ideas for quite some time. Uh, drills, walls, digging, banging, swinging, uh, you know, fighting the ogres. I said, no, 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 we cannot afford, if we lost one battle against the ogres, we cannot lose any soldiers, you know, luring the ogres in and having a, a grass covered pit. That was, uh, that was my idea. That was, I said, well, that's a good one. And I said, no, first of all, the ground is a uh, hard rock. And I said, well, what about dropping things on them? They said, there's too many of them. And they, they're very good at catching, remember? They caught all those arrows. And I said, I don't remember that. Was that when I was running with the townspeople? And Clifford said, yes, yes, I was running too, but I looked back and they were catching arrows. And then it was, we started doing the blue sky. But it became apparent, I was like, well, why can't we just go get the water? The best solution is just to go get the water. And I said, okay. And I said, well, to get the water, what do we need to do? And Gonzalo's like, get out of the uh, ogres away from the thing. And then the head guard was like, it'd be better if you get them out of the city, we could lock them out. And then the doula, she said, we could have, well, if they were locked out, we could get, you know, we could go get cows for milk and we could go get, you know, grain. And I said, well, how long could you hold the gate with the ogres? And they said, well, it depends on full prayer. Now, you know, a week probably. And I said, uh, three, two, three, four days, depending on how much they pound at one door. He said, I bet you they could pound with a rock for about 12. He said, yeah, two, three days. We, we could hold them at the city gates. Cause he said, I don't think they could even break down the wall. And then Gonzalo was like, they would probably build up a rock pile and climb over. He said, yeah, that would take. So I said, well, how much water? Could you get enough water into the castle? How long would that last? And they said, well, and Gonzalo, he's very quick. He had an abacus. He got out an abacus. He said, wait, you know He said, we could probably move with all the effort. Uh, you know, another goes, uh, Two to four weeks, depending on, you know. And I said, okay, well, we just got to, so we just got to get the uh, ogres outside of the castle, and then you can get cow. Okay, wait a second, you want to get some cows in and grain. I've got, okay, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. So I said, Adula, go give me one of the, or two of the cows that we have here at the castle. And uh, I said, I need a, a cart. And I said some other things, and I sent the soldiers and the duel off. And then it was just me, Gonzalo, and Clifford, and I said, okay, boys, uh, I've got a plan. But I said, uh, you know, would one of you want to come with me? It's a very risky plan, but I think it will work. And to my surprise, they both said, well, we will. And I said, well... I think one of you should stay behind uh, and uh, be a leader. And Clifford said, no, no, I think I, I should go with you. And I said, no, no, I was meaning I meant Gonzalo should stay behind and lead the people. And he said, well, and we had a long debate about it back and forth. And he said, I will, you know, he said, well, there's the emergency protocols. I'm your main 
He goes, between the three of us make a great team, which is a good argument for, for Gonzalo. But I said to myself, well, he's a good leader, a silent leader, but he's also a boy. Should I risk, should I leave him in here as in charge as a boy? Should I take him with me? Do I, if I'm going, and I said, I have this plan of mine. And I said, well, maybe I could get him back. And I, I admit I had a bit, a bit of an internal struggle of who to leave in charge. And I decided, I said, and I said, well, what about this doula, the head of the soldiers in the dance? And I called them and I said, I told the doula, her name was uh, Mirabel. And the head of the soldiers, he, he, he was, he, he, they all call themselves sons of Roland now. And then this Dan, the rich guy, and I said, well, he's, he, he, he's a scumbag, but, uh, he's still well liked to the people. And I said, you three will be in charge. The doula, Maribel will have the final word. You, you guys, you will vote and your primary thing will be, I don't know when I will return, but I, and I told them all about Cinderella's return. Dan already knew. And I said, I do not know where she would come, but you need to be supplied. And then I said, and by the way, you guys don't know this, but this is all Dan's fault. And I went into that whole thing and I said, oh, and also Dan, I'm bringing a letter to Cinderella telling her everything that happened. I'm going to leave it outside the gates. If I don't make it back, she's going to know. So you're trapped here by Ogus, a doula who loves Cinderella and not rich, rich guys. And a son of Roland, one of the most royal servants in the history of servitude so and I said you better do your best with these two and he said I think I will I said, I will use my charm for good this time and I said I was thinking about leaving uh, Gonzalo in charge but I need him and the doula she, she kissed Gonzalo on the forehead and I said what do you think about this bringing him and she said you need his help I can tell and with that, my plan was underway. Then we started ringing the castle bells. And I got all dressed up in a little bit of a, an outfit. And uh, so did Clifford and Gonzalo. And then we got these two cows in the cart. And the cows were pulling the cart and I was in it. And we went out a side gate and, and headed towards uh, where the majority and we had, we headed out the side gate and the cows had bells and I had a big bell and I was calling in the castle bells finally stopped sounding. And the thing about these ogres, they have good hearing too. And I said, uh, and then we started heading towards the city gates from the castle gates and the ogres, they did not have every gate watch. So we went out a side gate. Now you wouldn't be able to sneak water or anything in. So I don't know. Ask me, well, why don't you just sneak it? We started rolling with the cows pulling us, and I was saying, uh, you know, butter churn lessons, uh, butter churn lessons in 10 minutes, butter churning lessons in 10 bells. Uh, I mean, a hundred bells of my ringing, butter churning lessons, and I kept singing. I said, uh, Mrs. Buttermaker, Mrs. Buttermaker is going to, and I was singing songs, and, uh, you know, it was a uh, clanging and clanging and we went out to city gates and I, I saw the ogres started to come but by the time they started running at us we had the city gates wide open and we had soldiers so clearly you know soldiers were hiding 
and clearly we had soldiers hiding, waiting for us to leave. But we went out the city gates, and I said, oh, it's about us. And, I, and we had a, uh, the, the cart was filled with scones. So we were throwing scones, many chocolate, uh, chocolate something scones, and different, uh, they were cooking up scones all night this night. They were caught the night scones were cooked, you know, for years to come. But I said, but a churning lessons, but a churning lessons. And the ogres, you know, at first they were menacing us and they said, what are you, who are you? And I said, I'm the butter, Miss Butterworth. I mean, Miss, Miss Buttermaker, Miss Butterworth, Butterworth Buttermaker, the third. Good, good day says, who are you? Are you the ogres? And they said, well, well, and I said, well, I'm the, uh, you know, Buttermaker Butterworth, the third. What do you mean? Why are you asking me? And they said, well, wait, it was a castle, you know, we're here on a, a terminator contract. We've been trying to terminate a, and I said, do not speak of contracts to me for I have one contract to make for the churning of cream to butter and to teach it. That is my calling in life. These are my assistants. Uh, oof, oof, is, uh, uh, these are the boys. I don't know. I don't call them anything. Churn and burn, you, you could call them if you like, but I am here to spread the, the gospel of butter churning. These are my cows, uh, Zeke and Ariel, and we, you know, I'm going to milk them. I'm going to take their milk and cream and churn it up into a, do, do, are you ogres or orgs? And they said, blah, blah, blah. this was all in the interpreter, you know, it was up there front. And this was all being translated, but I said, uh, oh, well, I thought, I thought you were the, you had learned of the, uh, wonders of butter. Now, once destroyer of hearts, they, they once said, now with a grass fed, you could butter good for all. They say this is butter is so magical. Not real magic, but maybe made up magic. Not, I mean, like the they say. I think it was one of Cliff, Clifford, wasn't it? One of your friends selling butter, butter drinks, saying, "Drink this butter; it will make you healthy." I, I was confused by that the whole time. Like I was saying, this is a health drink. This butter. Anyway, anyway, I'm distracted. Butterworth, butter the third, and I am going to tell who who would like a lesson in butter churning. Anyone here? And then the ogres say, oh, oh, I would, I would. I was like, well, it's going to take a while. I teach a, a four-day course on butter churning. And I said, would you be interested in enrolling? They said, was the cost? I said, it was subsidized by the castle. It turns out there was this contract and some brilliant men terminated it. And I have no one to teach. And because of my honor, I must still teach how to churn butter even without any uh, anyone to teach to. And they said, really? Oh, you're a contract honorer. And I said, oh, yes, I, I honor contracts where I terminate them. But what I prefer to do is sublimate butter. Well, no, no, that would be, that would be too, uh, is, uh, you know, taking it cream, churning it into butter. But first we must get the cream, boys. You cannot have butter without cream. <laughs> and then they said, but butter cream, butter was in it. And they, 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 they 
And I said, well, let's all have a scone and we'll sit down and talk about the history of butter and cream. For as my cows chew the grass, and now the grass, you might say, is uh, fed by the sun and the rain. And uh, is there anything else missing, Kulak? And he said, Kulak was one of the guys, he said, Kulak, moi, moi. And I said, how did you know my name? I said, just, you you look like something. It was someone named Burdock I once knew. And I said, Burdock, Kulak. And they say, he seems suspicious. And I said, so then and they said, we know all about uh, chlorophyll. And I noticed they were turning very green in this. I said, oh, that's right. You're some sort of plant-based animal. I had not figured that one out. I forgot about that. And I said, well, do you guys have milk well, with your, uh, your mammalians, right? And they said, don't get pithy with us. And I said, that's a joke, right? And they said, no, 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 we're not mammalian. We don't have milk. And I said, oh, confusing because you're a humanoid. And it was a discovery. Believe me, you could have watched paint dry. It would have been more interesting. And I said, well, is I said, well, you do. I have noticed you have nipples, though, you know, because they were shirtless. You know, they wore pants, but uh, not uh, or culottes, as we said. But yeah, they don't. Uh, and they said, well, we don't, uh, you know, we don't drink from my mother's milk. No. We, and they went into some sort of other process, which sounded like, uh, which sounded extremely confusing having to do with, uh, I don't know, beyond my, I, I stopped listening. I'll be honest. I said, well, so you don't have milk. That's what, that was my original question. But really, I was saying, go on, go on, tell me more, trying to buy time, clearly. But I noticed the whole time these ogres, they were crook, they were looking at the cows. And they were saying the cream comes from here for, for, for this is the mammalian you speak of. You know, this is a mammal creature. And I said, yes, yes, it is. And they said, it's udder. And they were quick and they even started picking up the common tongue. And I had noticed it since they'd arrived in town. They were getting more adept at our language, though I could only say like burdock or flokstolapla, pampa, which means, uh, my, your culottes are tight. Uh, and they said, what's a culotte? And I said, well, how could I interpret it? And I said, Fushman, uh, uh, tight pant, tight. These aren't pants or shorts. You, what do you call them? Culottes is what you call them. And they said, flocklands. And they said, common sense is that, cause they said, why would, we're not hot or cold. But anyway, they were studying the cows, they were studying the butter, and they said, well, when, when is our next, enough history? We have great respect for history, but a great love for butter. And I said, oh boy, okay, well, let me, uh, so we'll, first we'll, we'll do the milking of the cow. Now, I mean, you have to be very gentle. And they, and they, they were surprising again, these creatures were so gentle. And I, I said, uh, you know, uh, uh, churn or churn, I meant Gonzalo. I said, show them how to, uh, and he, Gonzalo milked the cow like two squirts. And then the, the, the lay lined up and they milked between the two cows more milk than I've seen. And I was a child. You know, I, as I said, my daughter, her husband owns a dairy farm. So I've seen many cows milked, but wow, these cow and the cows, they seem so relaxed. 
something about the way the ogres were, were, were green, their cows were like licking their heads. The ogres would giggle. And I, and I was like, do you taste of, uh, grass? And I, and they laughed and laughed. And I said, well, I said, oh boy. And then soon we had tons of milk. And then they said, well, is this the churner? And they said, blush more, blah, 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 And they ran off about 20 of them. And then they started chopping trees down. Within about uh, three or four hours, they had a giant butter churner. And they said, oh, no. And they started filling it with milk. And they said, well, listen, and they were churning. And they said, uh, and they said, we can't wait to get back to the cat. And then they said, the castle gates are locked. We've been distracted by this butter lady. And then I said, oh, yeah. And he said, well, I said, oh, that's not the way to churn the butter with the talking. Uh, concentrate on churning the butter and then the castle gates. And they said, oh, you're right, you're right. And they said, we should probably get into the castle, though, soon. How are we going to keep this butter from spoiling? And I said, well, there's a cool, isn't there any cool rivers nearby? And I noticed, uh, I, I, I said, I know what one is. I said, come on, guys. I know what a very cool stream is. Keep the butter from spoiling. And so we took the carts and we took the giant butter churner, regular butter churner, the cows. We all went up this hill and down this crevasse further out of town. And then there's a cool spring and well. And unfortunately, just beyond it is where the... uh and I should tell you, this water coming from this spring, this was cool. But it is something we've never drank from since it, uh, the end of the fairy kingdom for just beyond the water. This was where the wizard pile was involved and his, like, his, his unhappy memories at this water. And just beyond it is the, uh, the former portal to the uh, fairy kingdom. And, and inside of it is trapped all these monsters from... I think from the wizard pile, I can't remember my history right now. They got all the butter. They kept churning it. And I said, man, this butter's going to be chilled. They're going to be working on these gates. And I, I don't see it taking them. If they built a giant butter churner in like whatever, a few hours, they'll be able to get in the city gates. They'll probably be able to get in the And I said to Gonzalo, are you hearing me thinking out loud? He said, yes, I don't know what we should do. And I said, I have another plan. And I pulled off. I had, I've been wearing, I probably didn't tell you this, but I had a nice little hat on. I, I had a nice little hat on, like a butter made hat. And I uh, backed up to the, uh, the portal and I banged on the portal. It's like a, yeah, we call that foggy glass to try to get some of the monsters to come. And I pulled off my butter made cap and I said, Ogres, I am no butter maid. I am no butter worth. I am no butter, um, butter maker. No, I'm not the third. I'm the first witch of butterland. I've, not even of butters. I am. A, and they said, you're that lady, the, uh, queen regent or whatever. And I said, right, but I am really. And then I was like, oh boy, come on, monsters. And I said, I'm calling my beasts from the depths of beyond with my spells. Remember that people were saying I was a witch. And then one of those, well, that was just bone broth. You were just making bone broth for the sick fairies. 
And I said, I, I will call my beast. And then monsters came. They heard all the noise and they came to the edge of the portal. But of course, the portal was sealed. And, uh, and, I, and, they, and the monsters, and they said, oh, dear, there's monsters there. And they said, these guys are going to feed. And I, then I remembered in my pocket was the letter and the gem. And then it, was, it hit me. I was like, that gem was will we'll open up the portal. That is why Cinderella was keeping it. She needs to get in there. Osiris said, well, this is, uh, this, this is interesting. And they said, those monsters aren't going to come out and get us because it's just, uh, there's some sort of uh, crystallized wall. And I said, you guys are just so smart, huh? You, you churn butter. You uh, create butter churners. You, you know, I said, well, how are you? They said, well, are you sculpting the butter into bars? And they said, well, actually, we're uh, patting it. We're patting it into little bars, patting it, butter patting. And they said, well, that's very cute when you say that butter pattering, pattering, patting. But I'm, I'm going after my monsters come if you don't leave town forever and leave the people here alone. And they said, but you have so many cows and so much milk. To, we, we love, uh, and we were, we were thinking about drinking the milk. We were just talking about it. He said, well, we've never had milk. If this cream makes good butter. And then one of the guys, he was drinking milk. I said, oh, boy. He said, this milk is delicious. It's warm. It's, uh, it, it feels so cool, cool, high in calories and fat in a way that's like butter, but not as intense. And there's a... Uh, and then, so then it was, I was, oh no. And they said, we, we need to go into that city and get the cows. And I said, what about my, and I, they said, we know you're faking it. We know the kind, we know, we, we, we give it up. You're, you're beaten. And they said, you and your people, we are going to end your contracts. We're going to get into the castle. We're going to make lots of butter. And drink lots of milk and, and, and take, you know, we might just live in your city for a while. And then we'll get into your castle. And I said, oh, no. And I said, well, let's see what happens. And I took the rock and I said, well, you've asked for it. This is your final warning. And they said, what is that in her hand? And I said, it's a gem of uh, a bone, bone broth, uh, Butter, butterworth, and I said butterworth, butter maker, butter time, buttery butter, witchery water. And I kept trying to find, I said, there's got to be up a spot where this gem fits. I remember it was something like, uh, uh, something to do with a uh, mosaic. And I said, well, listen, and I found it, the spot where the gem fit, and, shroom, and everything went laser, 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 and then... The, uh, the wall was gone, but I still held to the gem and I was vibrating and changing colors and Gonzalo and Clifford Gas. And I said, uh, I said, is this your last chance, Ogres? And then the Ogres, again, like I said, these creatures are much more intelligent than I ever. So the, the Ogres began to run after the chase after the monsters before the monsters. The monsters were still confused. You know, they'd spent so much time. With that wall there, they had come to see what was going on. I assume they were like looky-loos. But then the so the ogres chased the monsters, and some of the monsters started to run. 
And these weren't scary monsters. They're more like fuzzy monsters, but you know, not good for anybody. And they started rolling around and wrestling and fighting and battling, to be honest. And the, the ogres were very, and I said, Clifford, Gonzalo, I'm going. Uh, I said, yeah, I said, get the butter and put it into the, you know, get it into the cart. And I, and I was still holding on to this thing, the gem. I said, I'm not going to let this gem go. And, uh, I said, get the butter into, you know, into the portal. And Clifford, he was like, what? What's that? And Gonzalo said, come on. So they took the butter out of it. And it was very hard for them to move the giant butter churner. And they, I said, leave the cows. That wouldn't be good. And they took the butter and they pushed it into the portal. And the uh, last and reigning orcs were chasing after them. Bit of bumblers like that. They said, I don't know. I said, you don't think I was going to steal your butter? And then I said, once they went, I said, Clifford, get out. And they said, no, no. And they kept running with the, they said, lock us all in. I said, well, that was my plan was to lock me in. Clifford, not you and Gonzalo. Gonzalo said, and they ran off into the, deep into the portal, past monsters. There's ogres battling monsters. Ogres chasing Clifford and Gonzalo, running off with the butter. Me standing on the precipice holding this gem flashing in and out of many multicolors, all the ogres, but about two, no, two of the real uh, the ones I was like, yeah, well, you guys will get picked off by the archers. And then I let go of the gem and the wall returned. And I mean, I picked the gem back up, obviously. I pulled it out, you know, put it in my pocket, but we were trapped with the ogres and the monsters, and I ran after Clifford and them, ran down the hill, and I ran behind Clif Clifford and uh, Gonzalo. They had ran, and then they had abandoned the uh, the uh, the cart with the butter, and the ogres were there. So I, you know, I saw them. They said well, they were hiding behind the rock. And then monsters came, and you know, the ogres were just eating the butter and trying to say, "What? Well, this is going to spoil. We need some place to cold to put this." And then the uh, uh, monsters came and they fought. I said, "We need to find a place to hide." And then in my voice, I heard a voice. It was the uh, letter. He said, "Hey, hey, you forgot about me the whole time I've been here with you." And I said, oh, have you met Clifford and Gonzalo? And he said, I have. Hi, guys. I said, I said uh, you, are you really a talking letter or a figment of my mind? And he said, look over there, down over those two hills, there's something shining far in the distance. And I did. I saw deeper into this fairy kingdom, two or three hills away, something shining in the distance. And I said, yeah, we should probably check that out. But maybe tomorrow you... Let a man do have another spot to hide. And then Gonzalo said, oh, no, no, I know, I know many. He goes, see, see all these piles of rocks. And he said, when I was a shepherd boy, he goes, these aren't caves. But he's like, you can get in under these rocks. He goes, nothing will find us here. And he we, he, he climbed under some, uh, ro I guess you call them rock, rock cracking, rock, rock cropping, outcropping. I don't know. But we hid in the rocks and, 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 uh, Gonzalo showed us all the way in. And he even, Gonzalo, he quickly gathered sticks and he said, we'll build a fire. And then Clifford said, no, 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 let's just snuggle. And I said, yes, yes. Uh, well, 
Yes, I guess we'll need to snuggle because they can have a fire, Gonzalo. Good idea, but not a great idea because then the monsters might, they might be able to detect smoke. So we gathered and we snuggled up the three of us and the letter. And Gonzalo, he did the uh, bullfrog. And I said, well, let's bid him do that a little quieter, Gonzalo. And tomorrow we'll find whatever that was shining that the letter... Did you guys hear the letter talk? Was that in my mind? And they didn't say anything. So I said, well, what is, I don't know, but I know that, uh, now I think, well, we're in a bit of trouble, uh, Gonzalo, Clifford and I, but I think, uh, with the doula in charge and the, and the, the head of the gods and that Dan, he's a charismatic man, cult of personality. Do, does anyone know what that means? But, I think between the three of them, they can manage to keep the people safe till Cinderella returns. I did leave a note for Cinderella about that Dan being a scumbag, so that's good. I also told Penelope about it, so I don't know if she was hearing me, because she was in whatever, the fairy coma, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, so uh, we're living here under these rocks for now. My 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 sweet shepherd boy... The man who sold out an entire kingdom for a pin and a talking letter that I can only hear, but, uh, you know, that it's a thinking tool. Okay, so, uh, well, I won't be able to bring Penelope a bone broth tomorrow, but I will, I will write her a letter. Well, let us, uh, but let us rest for now. I can hear ogres running around, strange creatures running around, not scary ones, but very fuzzy, as I said. Uh, chasing each other around, so nothing to worry. Well, nothing to worry about for us. We'll be okay. Okay, don't worry. Thank you. Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Agatha. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper. I will be the teller of tonight's tale. For those of you that are new here, you could find all the episodes on the yeah, thing was sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. Well, a glass slipper. Now, I, if we have not met, I am Cinderella's stepmother, Agatha. You may, back in the day, they referred to me. I, I fear the podman said, oh, they made a movie. I'm not sure if you're in it. I haven't, I haven't seen it, a full trailer. And I said, what do you mean, trailer movie? And he said, never mind. It's hard enough communicating with you across these fictional worlds. But I said, well, I was known as the evil stepmother, the mean stepmother. And then to catch you up on the story very quickly, time passed. Cinderella became a princess to be wed. Then she was uh, she was wed to a prince. Oh, well, I guess you know, something like that. The young, young prince's parents, they, and then they were gone and the young man became king. And then he, he, he was a fool to be, I don't, I, I think he, he was a good man at one point. But anyway, Cinderella became queen. Wonderful, wonderful queen. All was well. Fairies got sick. We had a bunch of fairies from another adventure seasons ago. They became sick, including Cinderella's fairy godmother, Penelope in a kind of comatose state. And so Cinderella, we tried everything, and she said, well, I'm going to venture off to this faraway kingdom to find a cure. Agatha, you run the show. I said, well, okay. 
I tried. People did not like it. Then I got people on my side, lost them. Got people on my side, lost them. Helps the fairies. Tried to schedule the building of a pyramid. Way too much work. Hired some ogres to do that. Double-crossed many times by many people. Ogres chased us all into the castle. Uh, we found out, oh, everybody's in the castle. Now we're safe from the ogres, except for one thing, we're out of water. And then I said, well, I will distract the ogres with these two people. I work with uh, Gonzalo and Clifford. Pull the ogres out of the castle, but with a little trickery. And then uh, you guys can catch some water and be safe. Lock us out. But then as I tricked the ogres, I was like, these guys are very smart, these ogres. And uh, so then I said, well, I, I brought them into a portal from another adventure where some creatures were trapped, bad creatures, where the portal used to go to fairyland. But all the fairies moved out because these creatures were there, bad creatures. You might call them monsters. I, I would say, well, they're kind of cute. They're just not nice. And large and uh, uh, vermicious kids, I think, what the Padman said. Uh, but anyway, so I opened the door, the, the portal to the fairy kingdom. We chased the ogres in there. We're locked. We're all locked in the portal inside of fairy kingdom with ogres and creatures, uh, Clifford and Gonzalo and I, and we're sleeping in there. Uh, Ostensibly, you'd call it a cave, but uh, uh, Gonzalo said, no, 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 this is not a cave. It's a pile, a big pile of rocks with holes, cave-like holes that we're hiding in. But basically, we're hiding under rocks, but they just form a cave-like system. And I said, well, isn't that a cave? He said, well, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I did not totally study this, but I would think that a cave could be, you know, it was more holes and rocks than piles. Of, and I said, are these rocks or boulders? And he said, well, that's a whole nother. That's what we're doing to pass the time, discussing rocks and boulders. We played Find the uh, Prehistoric uh, uh, Sea Creature thing. What do they call them? fizzles or something where the creatures in, in imprinted in the rock so many people think with you know that we are fools oh the podman says oh, you know what fossils are and i i said i why do we anyway there's uh, too much uh bending of the story so that's where we are under the rocks and the morning is about to come so i will just pick up the tails there thank you so much for coming I will ease your sweet little ears with my tail of after the glass slipper. Thank you for being here. And so the morning came. And I said, well, I thought to myself as I woke, I kept my eyes closed. And I said to myself, uh, well, I can hear Clifford. He's a little bit of, not a, I would have pegged Clifford as a much worse snorer. But he was a, he, he snored, but not horribly, but it did have that strange sound. Well, I said, oh dear, Clifford is not long for this world with his health. And then Gonzalo, he would roll over and, and squeak. And, and I just lied there. And the earth had become cold as the night had come, but not freezing cold, the kind of cold that when you're sleeping on dirt, it was more of a, 
have a cold, not quite mud earth. And I said, well, there's water. There's obviously water here. Uh, for it was cold, I said, well, I felt it against my skin, the cold of the earth waking me up. And then I realized I was cold, even though as soon as I changed position by a billionth of a millimeter, I said, oh, boy. And I thought of Penelope, and I thought of bringing her bone broth, and I knew it would not happen today with me, but I trusted. I said, well, that doula, and those other two that I, did I leave? Oh, yeah, the girl. I was like, well, I just have to trust that because I'm, and I said, well, it should be fine because I have everything here that I don't need, but they don't need with the ogres and the creatures. But I said, I already miss Penelope. And then I realized the letter was in my pocket. I said, letter. I said, oh, yes, ma'am. Hello, hello. I said, I miss Penelope so. And I said, am I talking out loud to you or in my head? And he said, does that matter, ma'am? And I said, I guess it does not. Well, I'm, I'm, letter, I'm, I'm, I uh, have to say, part of me is worried, is Penelope okay? But then part of me is like, well, uh, well done, Agatha, well, somewhat. The ogres are here, the creatures are here, the people are safe, uh, I should have thought of this, uh, council or whatever I came up with. So, Cinderella will return. Tales will be spun, and she may be say, oh, that Agatha screwed. But be, everything should be fine as far as the people and the fairy godparents. And this, so I said, well, Agatha will come. I mean, Cinderella will come. And uh, I just got to figure out, since I'm on this side of the portal with the, the rock that seems to be the key of the gym, we'll have to figure that out. But as so the only problem currently is that, uh, you know, the creatures and the ogres are looking for us and we don't have any water of our own. I have a few scones. And I have you, Mr. Letta. Oh, thank you, ma'am. It's so nice to be in a night. To be uh, appreciated by you is a dream of a, a, an envelope and a letter. And, a, uh, you know, I, since I was a tree, so proud a tree, shining, collecting sun, it was a habitat for me. Oh, she says, why did you bring? Oh, Lenny, you're so, you're so funny with your distracting me from my problems. Oh, you're so welcome. You're lovely. Oh, thank you. Well... I guess I should get up and see, take a peek outside a peeky poo and see what we are dealing with. Well, there was that shining thing over the two hills away. Hopefully it's not some shiny monster, but a shiny place where we could go seek solace. Because shiny things attract, it could be a fishing lure, I suppose, fishing for us, but they don't know we're here. So we just have to go. Uh, so, so what do you think, Lada? What do you think of my? Oh, you are. It is majestic to watch you make your decision-making process, the way you review your decisions and what you've accomplished by saving the people. Save you are truly a uh, woman to behold and to uh, 
If you, if you, the letters you could carry, my dear. Oh, oh, letter, you're just so. Anyway, and with that, I rose. And the boys, they heard me stirring, and I climbed, I wriggled. I had to do some wriggling. I said, uh, Gonzalo, I don't remember wriggling in here. Are we going to be able to get back out? And he said, well, yeah, you should Your body probably con- contracted a bit, so yes, it is. It just wriggle. So I did some wriggling, and one of my hips was, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the skin was uh, cut on rocks, and I wriggled out. And then I was between uh, some rocks, and I said, keep going. And then I poked my head out where I saw some light, and he, Gonzalo said, you know, we were all on a line, so... Because he had found a way into a, you know, whatever we debated, a cave or no cave, I don't know. A chamber, I guess, would be the technical term. But I poked my head out and looked around. I saw nothing to the uh, side I was looking, and then to the next side. I don't know, east, west, north, south. I looked again at a, whatever you call it, right angle. As the math... Uh, the math peddlers and the abacas makers would say, and then I turned another right angle, nothing. And uh, then I said, well, okay, I said, it looks pretty clear, boys. And then they came up, and we kind of sat there, and it was like we were in a turret, a uh, turret of a castle, the three of us back to back to back as forming a triangle with our backs. Uh, four of us, if you count the letter, but you know, people would say, well, that's, that's not real. And I would say to them, you've never been in a crisis before. <laughs> oh boy. And I said, what do you think, guys? Should we go for it? And I, and then I said, any idea where it was coming from? And Clifford said, oh, where, where was what coming from? I said, the, 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 the sparks in the sky, the lights. And he said, oh, I was dreaming. I said, I was dreaming. I was, what were you dreaming about pins again? He said, as a matter of fact, I was dreaming of a pin maker. And he, he called, and I said, we don't have time for your dreams, Clifford. Okay. Another time. Another time I'll humor you. And I said, what do you think, Gonzalo? He said, I think we should go for it. And I, I, he said, uh, do, do you know where we need to go? I said, yes. Yeah, so you see how the rocks fall away and then there's that one rock there it, it looks like a, a, a sleeping colt a, a young horse curled up there and its nose is pointing its uh, nose is pointing where the lights were I distinctly remember that and I, I, well, I called it a little colt rock in my head I even know letter right Mr. Letter you noticed a, oh my dear you have an ability okay that's enough the guys are going to think it's weird so let's, let's go. Should we run or walk or climb, crawl? And they, and I said, okay, let's go. And when we get to the towards the crest of the hill, we'll cross. So we went up this hill, and it was grass covered and a bit of a trudge, but it was early in the day. And then we got to the top, and we crawled to the peak of this hill. And beyond it was another small valley down and then another hill back up. And we looked to the left and we looked to the right and far, far down the right. This valley went along these two hillsides for a while. Not a huge valley. You could run down this hill in about, I don't know, not, not very long. Even Clifford, he could roll. Nothing, nothing intense like they say. Oh, I'm a, 
I am a mountaineer with my, you know, a, a goat herder or a, a, a ram's, ram's herder. This is not, you wouldn't even, you could, sheep, even cows could handle this. But we looked off and down the right I saw a few specks moving. And I said, do you guys see that? And Clifford said, well, my eyes, I said, well, you're with your snoring. Your blood is not circulating in your body properly, clearly, Clifford. You should be running these hills just for your health. But I said, Gonzalo, and he said, I can see. I said, you must have good eyesight to be able to, well, sheep are pretty easy to spot, so maybe your eyesight is not good. And he said, I have good eyesight, ma'am. And I said, Agatha, don't start calling me with the ma'am. And I said, I think I see two ogres in some sort of green furry thing, but quite far away. And in the left, I see nothing. And the boy said, yes, yes, yes. And I said, so if we run down slowly, the thing is that motion attracts, I don't know, human eyes it attracts. I don't know about creatures' eyes or ogre eyes. Uh, contracts, if, if we had a con, oh, we have the letter. But, you know, they, that, was, that was a joke. I'm sorry, boys. So let's go down the hill. Let's trot, but stay together. Maybe they'll say, oh, that's a big creature if they see the three of us. But let's kind of move like our arms to, like an ogre, they shake their shoulders back and forth. So let's do that. So we trotted down the hill, all the way down, all the way Starting back up, and then as we headed towards the crest of the hill, I noticed that something was moving at us very quickly. And I said, get to the top of the hill, boys, and check, check for us what is lies ahead. And the two of them climbed very, they did not notice. It was a greenish-bluish fuzz with an ogre in front and an ogre in back. So I think it was chasing an ogre, being chased by an ogre. A uh, foos, foos, foosball, a foosball, I did, I, I named it foosball, for it moved like a ball, but it was very foozy. And so I said, oh, shoot. Uh, and then I got to the top, I said, what do you say, boys? And I said, everything you got right down there? And I said, of course. And then the letter said, oh, don't lie. And I said, never, yeah, what you, and they said, there's something down there. It's a town surrounded by a wall and a gate. I can see a gate. And I said, well, why don't you, Clifford, it's time for you to work on your circulation. Run down there very quickly with Gonzalo. Go. And then they they went right running. And I said, uh, see if they'll let us in. What a, hopefully it's some friendly township. Uh, I don't know. And I saw them running. I said, okay, well, we got, as they got closer, I saw it was an ogre running towards me. And then I saw the foosball. It was, a, it was moving so quickly. It was kind of like a bull dipped in paint, children's paints, rolled around in, uh, what is that called? Yawn you would use to make a, you know, I've always wondered, I never was much of a, a knitter or a sewer or a stitcher or an embroiderer or any. I always wondered, what what was the yarn for? Thread? I understand thread. Bolts of material. Clearly, clearly, I know what those are for. 
But the yawn, is it just something you, you, I see it in the marketplace and I say, what is that other than for cats? Or to have, I say, you know, back, and when I had my first husband, I had to spend some time with some other w- w- married women, women, you know, in his social circle. And they have these baskets full of this yarn. Anyway, I've got to get to the point, right? So baskets full of yarn. I said, what is this yarn for? But anyway, this creature, was that my point? He looked a bit like he had yarn. And then the ogre saw me and I said, uh, what is that? Kazakzul? Kazakzul. Is that you? And he was making a very so- a very funny sound. It sounded like he was a little bit worried, but it was so high pitched and worrying. I was laughing. I said, "Oh, Kazakzul, good day." I said, "What is that? Is that a, a, a foosball behind you?" And he said, "Oh, no. and I said, "Oh, no, no. Remember, I'm not fluent in your language." And he was pointing, and I'm saying, "I said." I said uh, well, are you going to be at the next butter lesson? Uh, I was trying to get a feel for how mad the ogres were. And he said, Robert, and I said, would you like a scone? Uh, and he said, he called us, he said, well, you know, I couldn't And I said, is that a, was that a long, drawn-out explanation of a yes? Like, yes? And I said it with my head, eat a scone, eat a scone, flob sham, flob sham, uba. Actually, that means extra butter. I was lying, of course. The, the letter said, oh, no. I said, yeah, be quiet. And he, he said, I was so sorry. And he put his hand out. I said, well, okay. Uh, if you can ride the foosball, I will throw you a scone. Get on the foosball. And he said, right, right. He said, giant teeth, I think. He said, Ronald Kumba. I think Ronald Kumba means the shape of sharpened corn, as far as I can, which I think means big teeth. Because in the ogre's world, they have giant corn. I think they come from the Valley of Corn originally, I, I believe. Anyway, language aside, I said, oh, well, how about two scones? So I could just give them to your buddy there coming along. Who is that? Fried, 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 fried. And he said, oh, and I said, how about this? You both work together, and I'm going to go up to the top of the hill. If you ride him down the hill, I will have four scones. And I was like, do I have four scones? What if, would they notice if I broke scones in half? And I was backing up the hill because now the bull was coming. And I, I said, I don't want this uh, foosball to see me. Uh, it was a creature from, I think, invented, I think these creatures came from a wizard, 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 evil wizard pile, maybe, I don't remember. Then I was at the top of the hill, I could see this town, it looked like a, a nice town, well protected, uh, from these creatures, clearly, it looked like it was, uh, I was like, what is that, gates, it didn't look well built, but it looked well protected. And I saw Clifford and Gonzalo yelling into a hole. In the gates, I said, oh, this is the old gatekeeper business. Oh, boy, I've, I've seen and heard of this many times in many tales. The old arguing with the gate. And I said, oh, wait a second, I have a task at hand. And I said, what do you think, Kazarikazul? Because I'm going back down this hill, and otherwise I'll just throw them at the foosball and run away. And he said, blah, blah. 
And then I watched them, and, and I said, make sure he doesn't get me either. You know, I, he'll eat my scones if he eats me. And then he like, he ran around the bull and had the bulls chase them. And then he ran with a Fred and Freud, and they were both being chased. And then they were jumping on it. And these ogres, like I said, they're very... Um, well, well muscular, very, you know, uh, very, very strong creatures with snooey, snooey muscles. I don't know. And so then they were running and I said, okay, I'll just, how about this boys? I'll leave the scones up here. When you're done, I, I trust that uh, whoever wins will eat these scones. Uh, but I'll just leave two and then come collect the rest later, uh, boys. So I, I left two scones on a rock, two full scones, I'll tell you. And then I jogged down the hill. I said, oh, no, that's quite a, I said, well, two ogres could not take out that bull so easily. And I heard them making that high-pitched whirring noise again. I said, well, sounds like, uh, who is it, Kazakh Zul or whatever, he was running away again. I wonder if he got the scones as I jogged. And I said, okay, gatekeeper situation. Uh, make way, make way, uh, gate, you know, and I said, oh, let's think of one, I guess, that. what are we going to do? And I said, uh, what's going on here? Who, who are you? And Clifford said, I'm Cliff. I said, who are you, sir? I'm sorry, don't speak to me, I'm royalty. And I said, who, 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 who are you, young man? And Gonzalo said, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm lost, I'm a lost shepherd boy. And I said, oh, little lost shepherd boy and a strange man. And then I pound on the gate. I said, what is going on here with this shepherd boy and this strange man? And they said, I heard some commotion. And then there was, he said, hello, hello in there. Is this, uh, is this a gate? Am I being barred entrance to this, uh, this, uh, for this inspection? And they said, leave us alone. And I said, are you speaking to me of the strange man or the shepherd boy? And he said, uh, all three of them. I said, could I see you, please? Could I look in the... And I saw it was a, 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 a fairy, but much, uh, well, not much younger looking, a fairy of age, human age. But most of the fairy godparents, they look like grandparents, technically, I would say. So they're fairy grand godparents. What, are they godparents? 60, 70 years old. These people, they look like they this man, he was uh, 30 or 40 years old. And he said, I said, he, he looked at me, he was a little stunned. And we, I said, I said, who are you speaking with, son? And he said, all of you go away. And I said, oh boy. I said, well, do you have your gate pass? I'll need to revoke your gate pass and we'll, we'll have to take these gates with us. Shepherd boy, do, do you, are you very strong? Could you carry a gate? I forgot my tools, but I will go get them. I, have you seen my ogres? And then the person, I said, I knew it. I knew you were, you were some sort of, and I said, you knew I was some sort of what? And he said, you're monsters. Are you some sort of monster, you know, monster leader you're here for a takeover? Or you're with those monsters or you've taken a new form? And I said, I'm not a, I said, you're acting like a monster, not me. I'm just here to inspect your gates. And, uh, you know, that, that's all. Uh, so I, uh, you know, if you don't want to let me in, I will just, you know, do you use this gate? And they said, of course, we use it to defend us. Uh, there was other, other people started gathering around and they, they looked, uh, awkward. I said, well, you, uh, 
Like the clothes did not match, uh, shirts inside out. It, it, one person I saw, he was carrying a, a, the inside of a butter churner as some sort of staff. And I said, what is going on here? I said, what? It, what uh, and they said, you don't, don't, wait. And I said, you were quite the tone. So you are not going to need this gate then. I will just remove it. When my ogres come, they are late, uh, so there'll be dark scones. And they said, hey, well, and they, this, uh, these, I said, you are acting like a bunch of children. I'm just here to check your gate out. I don't know who these other two guys are. But, uh, but uh, finally, Gonzalo, because it was getting very, and uh, Gonzalo's pulling on my, and he said, they're not buying because he was looking through a crack and he could see. And he said, they're not buying it. And I said, oh boy. I said, uh, I said, these people, these actors, they're like they're children. They're not young, but they're acting like children. And Clifford said, quite, quite, I'm listening. I said, they're acting like little brats. And I said, you're right. And Gonzalo said, well, what did you do when your daughters acted up? I said, oh, 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 uh, which daughters? You know, my two daughters or Cinderella. And I said, because Cinderella, I would throw lentils into the, uh, lentils into the, to the lintel, lintels into the lintel, I think, uh, into the hearth, hearth. I throw them in there and it'd say, count all those when you're done, go to bed. I was quite, I was quite mean, but, and, but that was another life. My other daughters, I would say, you know, go to bed without, and I noticed they were listening. And the other side, I said, uh, you, yeah, it's almost time for, uh, you to go to bed without your supper after I take these gates down. And you won't, you know, you won't have your gate to hide behind and you'll be in your bed without your dinner. And they said, did you say Cinderella? And I said, you, uh, I, I said, yes, I did. I did. I did say Cinderella. And then all of a sudden, uh, we were pelted, uh, Clifford, Gonzalo, and I pelted, pelted, pelted with little things on my face, a couple in my mouth, my eye, my skin. I said, oh, oh, at first, you know, when you're pelted with very small things, I said, what is that? Uh? And then I noticed it was paper or something, paper, yes, uh, screw, whatever, probably, uh, and I said, ah, and I started brushing it off, and I said, it's gooey, it's uh, wet. And then uh, Clifford said, oh, it's poison, it's poison. I said, well, it's already in my mouth. I was, my mouth was open. And then Gonzalo said, no, 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 these are spit balls. They are spitting at us, paper at us. And I said, that's disgusting. Uh, and I yelled, I will not raise my, I said, you need to stop that. You, you need to stop it. Now I'm definitely taking your gate. If you don't open this gate in five, four. I'm going to take it with me if I get to one. And then boom, the gate was open. And they were in there. People were, were cowering and crying like they were the little children, but they were uh, Clifford's age. He's the 30 to 40 year old, older than Gonzalo and whimpering, uh, pouting, stopping, stopping of feet. And I said, well, close up the gate before the creatures come. As you know, I don't have anything to do with them. I said it already. And I said, what is going on? Who is in charge here? Is anyone in charge here? And then the one that was particularly upset that was stumping, I said, well, the anger, is, is this one's expressive. So I'll give go. And I said, excuse me, you, you seem uh, upset with me, angry. 
what it was. And he said, you left us, you, you left us. And I said, I left you. I don't even know you. What's your name? And he said, Xerox. And I said, oh, hello, Xerox. And I said, does that end with a K? He said, it does. And I said, it starts with a Z. He said, yes, Xerox. And I said, okay, well, I, you know, I just saw a creature. I, ne I never mind. I said, well, Xerox, uh, uh, what, what, what's the matter? Who, who left you? And he said, everyone, all the fairies went left with Cinderella and left us all behind here. And I said, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I did not know. I don't know. And I said, you're right. I said, did you guys get forgotten? And then he, he grabbed at me and I said, well, maybe I'm the one here to come get you. And he came to my chest and he held me and I could feel he was trembling. And I said, oh, it's okay, Xerox. And he started to cry. And I said, it's okay, all of you. Uh, I, I am Agatha. I am here on behalf of Cinderella. I even carry a letter from her. Uh, I'm here to... Uh, uh, I'm here for... You, you were... Uh, Cinderella is so, so, go ahead, gather round, gather round. Do you guys have little rugs? Maybe you should take a nappy poo first. And they did, uh, they had, they all lived, uh, together. It's too hard to give the logistics of these. And they said, okay. Uh, and I had to figure, I had to fill in the blanks. I said, okay, me and Gonzalo and Clifford, they had a little nappy poo. And I said, these, these are like, uh, this must be in a stage in fairy development, fairy godparent, grandparent development, some early stage. These are just children. Uh, maybe this is weird for sure. But uh, so we are dealing with, and this is a terrible tra travesty that has happened by accident. Uh, that they must have been forgotten somehow, or I don't know, we'll have to speak to the fairy grandparents, it's strange. Uh, what we do need to do, I was thinking this boys, uh, there, there are creatures out there. Uh, it, it, this Cinderella needs the source, if we could, because I was thinking, if we could find the source, we will cut down on Cinderella, whenever Cinderella comes, we will find the fairy juice they have here, whatever it is, because they are all healthy. Well, maybe they're, they're around the source too long. They're moving back in time. I don't know. But first we need to take care of them, I suppose. I don't, I, uh, are you guys okay? This is a strange one. And, and they said, Gonzalo and Clifford shook their heads and I said, okay. And I, and Gonzalo said, do you mind if I go explore? And I, and I, and I said, of course, Gonzalo, I trust you. Like I trust the wind to blow when there is a, you know, hot air in one place and cool in another. And I, was, and I said, never mind. And he went off. And I said, Clifford, stay with me. Let's uh, go sit by this well. And so Clifford and I sat on the uh, edge of a well. And we watched the fairy uh, 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 godchildren, I guess you could refer to. I was like, what, what are they births like? I was like, uh, and then I said, oh, boy, I guess you don't want to think about that. And I said, Clifford, I want you to meet someone because we're, we're, we're in a bit of a flux here. We're going to need to find this source. We have the monsters, the creatures outside and the ogres. 
if they, if you, we're going to have to deal with that soon. I don't know how, but I know Clifford, you and I, uh, you know, you, you're, they, they call it a backstabber sometimes when I would, uh, we, we, uh, the reason my first marriage, not the reason my marriage is out, but it, it, one of the troubles was having to go over these houses full of yawn and listen to people that were upset with themselves and taking out on other people. There was a lot of backstabbing, we called it, like you would, because the things they would mess with the yawn were very sharp. And they would sometimes have words that were sharp about someone that was not in the room. Oh, did you know this about her and her? And, you know, uh, and I said, I don't have time for this nonsense. I told him that his name was Cornelius. Um, never mind. You don't need to know my personal business, Clifford, because I, you know, you're, you're not as you've not earned my trust back, but I want you to meet someone. It's going to be. Uh, outside of your comfort a little bit. This is a letter, uh, the, and I pulled the letter out. I said, a letter, this is Clifford. And Clifford looked, and he, and he said, the letter said, oh, hello, Clifford, hello, I've heard about you, and I've seen you. Oh, and you also took me to that guy's house, the rich guy's house. Uh, pleased to meet you again, or make your acquaintance. And Clifford smiled, an awkward smile. And I said, you know... Ah, you know, sometimes, Clifford, you need someone outside of yourself to help you process your... And I have you, I have Gonzalo. You know, Gonzalo's uh, worthy of my trust. Always going, you know, caring. Uh, He's kind of just silently helping me as like an ally or something. And you are more like a friend of me. A friend that acts like an enemy or an enemy that acts like my friend. I don't know. Confused man is what I'd call you, Clifford. Now you say, well, this is a confused woman talking to a letter. But I mean, then I give my confusion to the letter. It gives it back to me in a new way. Do you understand what I'm saying? And Clifford kind of, and I said, and I said, Clifford, do you talk to your pins? And he chuckled and turned very red. And I said, so why are you acting so coy with me? Then you already know how to do this. And he said, well, what is your point? Yes, I talk to my pins. And they say, and I said, is your pin like a little lady friend? And he said, no, 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 my pin is, is as a, as a, as a bunny voice. Hey, Clifford, hey, Clifford, this is your pin. And, and I said, oh, that sounds a bit like a younger version of my letter. Hey, Clifford, I tway. Okay, Clifford, that's great. Um, the reason I bring all this up is because I don't know how all this is going to resolve. Now we've somehow got ourselves into this town, so we have to help these people some. I don't know. And, uh, I gotta feel, we gotta find this source or this thing. And I was curious. You know, neither one of us has been good at figuring this out and being leaders and is. But I want to give you one more tool. Another thing is I'm always wondering, where would this source be? Would it be in a well? If someone fell in the well while they were distracted, and then I pushed Clifford into the well. I know a lot of but it was, I'd seen the water. It was not a far fall, very wide well, no chance of him hitting the sides. And he fell into the water and he said, whoa, whoa, he Clifford, a good swimmer, very buoyant man as well. And I, he said, ah, and he's splashing around. 
And the children, or the, you know, uh, adult children got up. They said, what happened with that? I said, Clifford fell in the well. Uh, you know, make sure his pins are, and he said, I have my pins pinned to me. Don't worry. And I said, are you okay, Clifford? He said, okay. Okay. I said, do you feel younger or imbued with fairy power or anything? And he said, no. And I said, oh, I said, is this well just water? Or is it some magical source of fairy energy? And they they said, you got to get him out of there. He's going to spoil the well. And I said, this well is spoiled, my friends. But I said, yes, let's get him out. So we pulled Clifford out. And I noticed a twinkle in his eye. I said, there is some. And I said, do you drink from that well? I said, is this a well where, and, and I said, oh, maybe this is the source, maybe not. Maybe, I said, is this well all unquenchable? And I couldn't get a read on it. I said, well, this is, I think this is the source, but I'm not positive. And then uh, Gonzalo had come back. And I said, oh, look at that, friends. My friend Gonzalo's back. Gather round. Gather round, little fairies and Gonzalo and Clifford. And then, and then I did, I, I would love to share with you, but I did a little puppet show. I put the uh, letter on my hand and I said, hello, children. This is my friend, my best friend, the letter. And I did like we were arguing and he, I did a whole thing where I said, oh, don't, you know, I pretended to, to, to connect with the sense of abandonment by Cinderella and the fairy godparents. I said, you know, I said, uh, Clifford, can I borrow your pin? And I made the pin a very uh, strict lady. And I did my strict lady voice. You, the children, will stay in here and you won't go. And then the letter was a very forgetful thing. And I was, uh, uh, what was, oh, I was the one to identify, for them to identify with. So, and then I cried. And I said, I'm, you know, feeling so alone. What should they do? And they, they, they said, oh, they raised their hand. They said, snuggle. Then I said, very good, uh, you inside out shirts. And I said, what else? And they said, go, go for, build a wall so you feel safer. And I said, well, oh boy, is that a good idea? And, and I said, a physical wall or emotional wall or a wall, walled off for me and they said eventually we we built a fit and they started to slowly slowly kind of trust me because of i had a little bit of buffoonery in there and they and they said i said well these are i was trying to spot their age i mean it's like 12 10 8 uh 14 but i said oh you know and then, and then i said to the pin i said it is not okay that you left me here with this letter in charge of me because the letter does not even know left from right. And right from, and then I said, and I said, I, and, and then I said, and on top of that, there's all sorts of strange things about, as a, and then I pretended Clifford and Gonzalo in the play, and I said, I was a, and then I said, it went on for a while. It was, it was, it was not bad. It was not my best performance. But I thought for a second, I said, wow, I'm really enjoying this. I forgot that it had a bigger purpose, you know, that we need to. 
So after I said the children laughed, but I saw I saw in them some, and I said, this is right after a nap. I really picked my timing perfectly. They were rested, but a little tired. So they were giving me their full attention as they come awake. And they're able to grasp the point I was trying to make, which was, hey, guys, you could trust me. I said, hey. I see we're surrounded. You've done a wonderful job building up these walls around you. Probably whatever creatures are out there, proof. You guys have been doing okay, huh? I'm so proud of you. And they said, thank you. And I said, but you can't hide behind these walls forever. And hopefully none of you have built up some sort of strange super walls. Like a man I know, emotional, rational, and physical walls, because that'll be harder to deal with for me. I'll need a lot more puppet time. Probably have to do the one where we go private sessions and you talk about the doll. But anyway, for the ones of you that are, here's what I want to tell you. I'm going to, I'm here to help you now, okay? I'm going to be the one to protect you with my two friends here, Gonzalo. And uh, and Clifford, and then someone raised Anna, and they said, well, "Your four friends." And I said, "Oh yes, my four friends. Thank you, my good, but you are lovely." And I said, "I'm going to take care of you." Now, I'll be honest. You notice, just like the letter, I'm a bit of a. I can be a bit of a a buffoon. So I told them, "I will protect you from the creatures, and we will get. Re- we will find everything." And we will find out more about what you want and what you need. Da, 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 don't worry, Sheila. And I said, go. Well, I would like to speak with my friends about how best to care for you. You guys go off. And then I expect a proper tour. Now, who would want to volunteer to care for uh, my letter? And then all the, all the children, I guess the children, what are you going to, they don't look like it. So it gets weird when they come running. Well, and I said, okay, okay, well, like, can you do not, do, have you been taught how to take turns? And they said, we learned, we created a law. And I said, oh boy, the children and the laws, I remembered many tales. And I said, well, does it involve any, you know, it, re- it only involves respecting each other and treating each other kindly to do your sharing rules. And then they they said, yes, yes, most. And I said, well, follow the ones that do. And then I said, what about the pin? And then Clifford said, oh, uh." so I pushed him back in the well. And then I gave the pin to the children to share Clifford's pin. And he said, I said, don't worry, Clifford, I'll get you right out. And they said, Gonzalo, uh, what did you find? Did you find the source? I don't think it's this well. Though I'm having quite a good time uh, pushing Cliff into it. And Gonzalo said, yes, there is something I found. We would have to go see it to explain it. But he's like, that is what's creating the, uh, the, the, the things in the sky. And he goes, there's something powerful in the back of this town. And I said, well, we will go look at it. And then he said, what is your plan? I said, well, we need to get the source ready for Cinderella, but we also have to find a way out of here. And then I'm like, well, maybe we could, uh, this sounds like we uh, probably have to keep my word with the children, or maybe because a double, double. But we'll figure it all out. Don't worry, Gonzalo. We have many responsibilities now. We've uh, and we're kind of stuck here with these children. So maybe I just should whip them into shape. And Cinderella does like children, but I don't know about adult children. So we'll see. But we'll be. It'll be okay. We're, we're on it. And so that is the end of our tale for tonight. We, I'm going to put these uh, 
30 or 40 year old children too. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm not that old a woman. So, uh, this is even stranger tucking in a 40 year old, uh, fairy god man, uh, with uh, no, uh, not like he's a, oh, well, let me sweep up your hearth and count your lentils for you. Or lentils and you'll and put them on the lentil or whatever you do. So that is all for now. I hope you are enjoying this tale. And I am soothing you as I try to soothe those children because, you know, it was uh, just like I tried to explain to Clifford, I did it poorly because it gets confusing. You know, all of us need to talk to a letter once in a while and say, hey, uh, you're my imaginary. No, I believe, you know, no, let's not uh, analyze it, okay? Just chat with a letter this week. And I will be back to talk to you soon, my sweets. Good day. Good eve. Oh, you want to say goodbye, letter? He, 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 he's been shared around, but okay. I just want to say goodbye, good night to everybody and to kiss my, my sweet, sweet. Uh, you know, that was such a lovely job. I'm so proud of you, dear. How good you did today with these people, these strange children, men and women. So, surrounded by walls with creatures outside. And you come in and you, 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 you say, well, what did you do? Did you do anything but you, did you lie or were you being, oh, letter. So good night, letter. Why don't you go in here and take it down? Okay. Good night.